0: raptors game night on tsn 1050 the raptors live here
1: welcome to tangerine raptors basketball on tsn 1050 and tsn1050.ca the raptors visiting San Antonio. The game, of course, will be altered emotionally because of the tragic news that Kobe Bryant has died in a helicopter crash. Confirmed by all major news agencies south of the border, a sheriff or whoever investigates uh, helicopter crashes has not confirmed. But everybody else, through insiders and sources, have confirmed that Kobe Bryant, at age 41, has died in this helicopter crash in Calabasas, California, and one of five claimed in the accident Um, And so that's what we know, and it's a a breaking story over the last half hour. Uh, And in terms of of where we go from here, I think you just stop right in your tracks. Jim Taddy and Josh Lewinberg. with you.
2: Josh, I mean, we're all just knocked over by this. You see this news whenever it was, 30, 40 minutes ago, and at the time, unconfirmed, you're just, I mean, first of all, your heart sinks, and you, you have this feeling in the pit of your stomach, and you're just praying that if ever there was a time for for the news to be incorrect, for somebody have made a mistake, you're just praying that this is this is one of those times, and then once it's confirmed, I mean, there's really no words other than heartbreaking. I mean, obviously, Kobe Bryant has meant so much to the basketball world and, and the sports world and, and is and will always be a legend in that regard, and we'll talk about what he meant to the sport, sure, of course. But more than anything else, I, I mean, this is a a man, 41 years old, right. the family man, and and he was just starting to live his life post basketball. Um, and he seemed happy and really fulfilled with his life post basketball in terms of the things that he was doing and wanted to do. So, I mean, this more than anything else, it, it, it's just it's it's heartbreaking.
1: It is. It comes the night after he congratulated LeBron James for passing him on the all time NBA scoring list. And so when you watch Sports Center this morning, you saw him. He was at the game. He congratulated LeBron. And uh, we'll go to San Antonio now. More thoughts from uh, Jack Armstrong. Paul Jones will be with us eventually. Jack is with us now. Jack, uh, just absolute tragic news. That's all we yeah, can say. Yeah.
3: Jim, Josh, yes, it is. Uh, you know, everyone here at the arena, you know, is standing on the court. and each player was looking at, talking to each other and, uh, you know, looking at each other saying, is this actually true? And you could just see the, their faces, just the uh, downtrodden look. And uh, Alex McKechnie, who's the vice president, director of sports science for the Raptors, who won five championship rings with the Lakers, obviously with Kobe Bryant. And those guys are really, really close. So he's he was just really, really upset. So... Uh, Kobe Bryant means so much to uh, the NBA and a lot of these players uh, you know are younger than him he's 41 but a lot of them are guys that grew up either playing against him or wanting to, to be like him and uh, you look at a former Raptor like DeMar DeRozan the impact that Kobe had on him and you look at Norm Powell spending time this summer with Kobe uh, needless to say it's uh tough news for for so many people greg popovich who coached so many games against kobe back you know for years and uh I mean, i'll never forget the first time i met kobe when he was 14 years old i saw him playing a gym at philadelphia and i jokingly said to him i said look if you don't get a scholarship at north carolina duke or kentucky you're, you, you have a scholarship with me at niagara and i'd see him and he we'd always laugh about it and uh um, but just uh, just a h- horrible news, and a guy that just defined competitive spirit, and and uh, just how to go about every night and and get after it. And uh, uh, I don't know what else, uh, Josh. I thought you hit the nail on the head. I don't know what else you could say that you know words. You just you're at a loss for words.
1: Yeah, you you become speechless, um, and you know you were talking about it there. Not just, and this is like a loss on on every level. I mean, if you went through everything that is the NBA, his uh, his death today would would affect every part of the NBA, wouldn't it?
3: Yeah, no, it hits you in the gut. I mean, it's the fabric of the league, and uh, just a wonderful player and a wonderful story. And um, you know, I think back when I was a kid, when uh, one of my all time favorite players, Thurman Munson, the catcher, the captain of the New York Yankees, Hmm. you know, two time and you know a world series champion and uh, uh he died in a plane crash and then uh, thinking back to the the late great roy halliday mm. you know and people in toronto that hits home and those two moments jump out at me right now the feeling you had and you remember where you were when you heard about Derman munson and when you heard about roy halliday and uh man i'll never forget being right here right now
2: Raptors-Spurs is the game we're supposed to be talking about, but I I don't know how you can talk basketball, think basketball, and certainly play basketball right now. Jack, you mentioned in that building specifically tonight, the, the Spurs and the Raptors, whether you're on either team or a fan of either team, Kobe has touched your life in some way. A lot of those guys, either working with him, growing up watching him, uh, Kobe mentoring some of them, including Norman Powell, and that's been a topic of conversation recently because of the time that they spent together this summer and, and how much Norm's play and his life ha- has grown as a direct result of Kobe's influence on him. How How is anybody going to play tonight through this?
3: Well, I, I think a big part of this, is, you know, leadership always comes into play here, and, you know, how Greg Popovich handles his pregame speech and how Nick nurse handles his pregame speech with their team. And then, you know, the older players in the room, uh, these guys are all professionals and this will not be easy for either team to go out there this afternoon here in San Antonio and, and, and play and stay focused. And, and, uh, you know, you gotta, you know, you gotta pretty, I'm looking here already. I mean, there's a lot of people here already and, you know, people excited to be here. And yet, Uh, there's a lot of Raptor fans here and I've you know been chatting with them and taking a ton of pictures with people and they uh, they all know the news now so you know their giddiness and excitement about seeing their NBA champion Raptors today is a little is a little more calm and low-key and uh, the building's kind of quiet and uh, uh, you know I I heard someone mention you know should the NBA cancel today's games I, I you know I'd be surprised at that, um, you know, but I, I think it'll be more of a somber uh, approach here today.
1: It, it is, um, I want to use the right words, it's just, um, I, don't, I don't know what the words are for it, but it is kind of uh, weird that it would happen so close to the start of games, not that anybody has any say in any of that, but you know games there's one started in denver about 7 minutes ago and this one's about to go and i mean there's almost no time to, to deal with anything is there is there
3: no and 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 you you know obviously you have to have confirmation as you know i mean yeah. it's one thing when tmz says it but you know you want uh you want credible uh confirmed sources that have you know multiple backup on it when something like this happens and uh You know, we live in a society of instantaneous news and opinion and hot takes and all that stuff. Uh, But the reality is, uh, you know, you you look at a day like today and again, I, 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 you know, you just roll, you know, what's the old line? The show must go on. And uh, these guys are pros. And a lot of stuff happens. I mean, I understand when 9-11 took place and. The reaction of Major League Baseball and the NFL, I get that. Um, and, I, I, you know, again, this is what, it's all part of this uh, this gig sometimes where stuff like this happens, and uh, it rarely happens, thank goodness, uh, but it's really sad that it did happen. And, and you know, uh, John Gibbons, the former manager of the Toronto Blue Jays, who's a big Raptor fan, he's here at the game today. I was chatting with him earlier, and he turned to me, he goes, did you hear the news about Kobe? I said, yeah. He goes, huh it's just one more example of you know cherishing every every moment and, and like yeah you're right you know and it, it's so yeah there's a basketball game to be played today and it's important for the Raptors and uh you know trying to get that second seed and get their coaching staff to Chicago for the all-star weekend and on the other hand for San Antonio uh, they had a tough loss here Friday night against Phoenix and uh you know, they need to get a win to get back in the hunt for the eighth spot and continue that wonderful streak that they have here making uh, the playoffs.
2: Jack, I, I know you've already shared some memories. What's going to stand out most to you about calling Kobe's games over the years?
3: Uh, competitive spirit, cold-blooded uh, guy at the end of games. Uh, never shied away from the big shot, the big moment. Uh, just a guy that uh, just had a calmness about him. Uh, and, 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 again, reacted to big moments, uh, really uh, thrived in that. I, I always say the great ones have stage presence. He had the it factor, the stage presence, that he wanted the ball, you know, shot clock going down, the thing every kid dreams of, you know, you uh, making the winning basket, uh, you know, the winning goal, uh, throwing the touchdown pass, uh, uh, hitting the home run in the ninth inning, the walk-off. Kobe had that stage presence and you know just that pizzazz about him and that charisma about him that only a few ever have and and he's got that and you know it's interesting we had a guy like Kawhi Leonard here with the Raptors a year ago and the people here in San Antonio had him before Kawhi didn't have doesn't have any of the charisma that Kobe has but he has a lot of that same presence about him and confidence in himself. Uh, That, you know, again, for a guy like Kawhi Leonard growing up in Southern California and a guy like DeMar DeRozan growing up in Southern California and James Harden. I'm just using a few examples. These guys have a little bit of Kobe in them in some way, shape or form.
1: That's probably a a great final thought to end this with Jack in terms of because this guy was so dynamic as a basketball player, aside from everything else that he brought to the table, uh, can you maybe go through a couple of guys that have Kobe in in them in in terms of how they play?
3: Well, uh, I mean, I, I think the guy that probably Kobe modeled himself after was Michael Jordan. I mean, everyone used to joke that, he almost, uh, you know, when you heard him do interviews, it was almost like he mimicked MJ, you know, and and uh, it got to the point where you were like, uh, you were saying, "Is this, the, you know, you got to have his own personality." But I, I think, it, you know, for, you know, f- imitation is the greatest form of flattery, right? And uh, so I would say uh, a guy like Michael Jordan would and and Kobe Bryant would be the most similar in terms of just how they did things and um, you know, he delivered the goods and uh, he was just a cold-blooded winner and, uh, and had the charisma to go along with it.
1: Jack, thanks very much. Really appreciate it.
3: Guys, my pleasure and uh, showtime in 15, 20 minutes and uh, we'll all do our best, right?
1: Yep. Well said. Jack Armstrong reporting to us live from San Antonio where the Raptors are getting set to take on the Spurs. We'll get into some uh, tribute tweets later on. I'm just going to read one from Bill Russell. Uh, and, and it's uh, you know, air quotes here Jeannie and I are absolutely shocked to hear of the loss of one of my favorite players and one of the best basketball minds in the history of the game our hearts and prayers go to Vanessa and his girls Kobe, you were my biggest fan but I was yours, Bill Russell nice tribute Raptors' P-Game show on TSN 1050 is brought to you by Mr. Fresh Air Fresheners. How does your gym or hockey bag smell? Keep it fresh with Mr. Fresh Air Fresheners, available in the four natural scents. Visit freshandfamous.com. You're listening to Tangerine Raptors Basketball at TSN 1050 and tsn1050.ca.
4: Our chest looking, gets it to Brian. Brian dribbling,
5: has to put it up with the buzzer. Banks it in! Ha-ha! He banks in the three!
4: And Kobe cannot get Patterson in the air. A wild
5: three hit.
4: They'd love to get it into Nash's hands, and they do. Oh,
5: well knocked away. Stolen by Colbert! Oh, he Here comes George to Kobe Bryant. Bryant inside. It's goal. It's goal. Tie game.
1: And that is a tribute to Kobe Bryant. You're listening to Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050, Jim Tatty and Josh Lewenberg with you. Uh, many confirmed reports that Kobe died in a Helicopter crash earlier this morning, uh, 41, age 41, four others died in that crash, and the identity of all of them have not been uh, confirmed by police and those that investigate crashes of that nature. But all American news operations with their insiders and unconfirmed sources have given us the word that Kobe has died in that crash. And so we have some tweets paying tribute John Legend. I'm so sad and stunned right now in Staples Arena where Kobe created so many memories for all of us, preparing to pay tribute to another brilliant man we lost too soon. Nipsey Hussle. Life can be so brutal and senseless sometimes. Hold on to your loved ones. We, missed you. we miss you, Kobe. Emmett Smith just got back into Dallas. Heard the news about Kobe. My heart just dropped. I feel empty. Uh, Lance Stevenson. My whole day stopped. One of my favorite players. RIP to the greatest of all time. Kobe Bryant. Donovan Bailey. Uh, and he... Uh, Got to Twitter as well. And uh, we'll get to that in a second. Um, I lost. Okay, we'll get to that in a second. I'm just being told that Paul Jones is uh, going to report to us from San Antonio. So I'll get back to that tweet in a second. Paul, welcome in and just awful news.
6: Uh, devastating, Jim. Uh, devastating. Um, it, it's funny because, uh, you know, when it happened, we were just starting to talk to Nick Nurse, and we had those unconfirmed reports, and you know, we weren't sure what to make of it and if it was a hoax or not. And um, It's interesting to look at the reaction. The teams have just hit the floor to warm up, and there is a discernible lack of bounce and enthusiasm in what's going on. Um, you know, I was there that night when Kobe scored those 81 points on Toronto and called every basket and we used to I used to joke with him. I'm not, am not one. I try to keep it professional. I said, but when I saw him, I used to say, Hey man, that was history. Are you going to sign this score sheet for me one day? And he said, you bring it, I'll sign it. And in 2016 in Toronto, um, he came to the all-star game and he walked the tunnel and uh, when I saw him, he said, are you hold it? You got it? I said, of course I don't have it. I'm standing in the tunnel here. He said, well, make sure you have it when I see you. And it was kind of a, a running joke with us. And, you know, one of my colleagues that was there that night had his. And I went into the back with him, and Kobe signed all his stuff. And uh, we, we kind of laughed and joked about it. And saw him years later, and, and some of the uh, – you know people that work on the TV side on TSN were with us on the road and I pulled them out and so they could talk to them about the game and everything that was going on and um, it's just you, you kind of stand here Jim and Josh and I'm kind of numb right now mm. just kind of figuring out what is going on and and how this happens so quickly and I guess it's it's life's vagaries it's the way. The circumstances go, and your your time is never given, and you just can't take it for granted. And I just hope that whoever was in his life that were important people, you know, they were able to, you know, talk to him, even this morning or hours before he took the helicopter ride or whatever, because it just nothing's given, and you just you just never know. So um, we're warming up for a game here, James, but. Josh, but um, like I said, there is a noticeable uh, lack of fervor in the building.
2: We're watching the monitor here as we speak with you, Jonesy, and as you mentioned, the Raptors recently coming out of the tunnel onto the court. You can see Kyle Lowry, tears in his eyes as he's coming onto the floor. Uh, Fred VanVleet has his arm around Norman Powell, and of course we know how much Kobe meant to Norman Powell growing up watching him and then getting a chance to learn from him personally kobe meant something in some way to each one of these guys how how tough is it going to be for them to play basketball today
6: it's going to be real tough josh i'm going to let you guys go and the anthems are on we'll let's chat after the anthems
1: okay thanks paul really appreciate you stopping by so i was getting into those tweets earlier donovan bailey i'm at a loss for words kobe created an identity that young athletes grew up trying to embody he attacked every game every play every moment with everything he had if we needed a reminder of just how precious life is this is it uh tom brady we miss you already kobe henry burris hashtag no words which probably
2: sums up how most of us feel Well, I think what sums it up maybe better than anything is listen to those names that you rattled off. I mean, just now with those tweets that you read, but even earlier when you were reading tweets, you mentioned actors and singers and NFL players, Major League Baseball players, and then, of course, NBA players. I mean, regardless of what sport you play, if you play a sport at all, maybe you're in the entertainment business, maybe you're, you're... I mean, it doesn't matter what you do, if you're a fan, if you're no matter where you're living around the world, Kobe, you know who Kobe Bryant is. There are people that have never seen a basketball game before in their life that will know the name Kobe Bryant. That's how much he he meant not only to basketball and to uh, the sports world, but Kobe is a legend. I mean, Kobe Bryant and, and what that name stands for and, and what he brought to the sport. I, I mean, these are things... It, it really is. You you can't... It, you're reading those tweets and a lot of people, of course, ex- expressing the, the tragedy and, and their condolences and all that. But more than anything else, the reaction that I've seen today is the reaction that mirrors my reaction, and that's shock because it's not... This isn't somebody that was elderly or that had been sick. There's no preparing for this. This happened very much out of the blue in a, a tragic way at a tragic time you mentioned that kobe was in the news yesterday with lebron passing him on the all-time scoring list yeah. there, there's there's no way to brace yourself for this you you see yeah. the news you read the news but there's it, it's hard to believe and like i was saying earlier you just pray and you hope that it's wrong and when you realize that it's not i mean there there's there's no way to describe that feeling there there really isn't
1: I apologize if I've read these already. Emmett Smith just got back into Dallas, heard the news about Kobe. My heart just dropped, and I feel empty and Warren moon. My heartfelt prayers go out to Kobe and his family, one of the great champions in all of sports. I'm going to try and put some words together to how the rest of us feel. And, and keep in mind, there are four people that perished in that helicopter crash that have not been identified. We don't know who they are. I think it's a fair assumption that one of them was the pilot. But having said that, you know there are other casualties here as well. But I, I think you would agree with this, Josh. Uh, you cover, and I've covered, a lot of great athletes. Every once in a while, somebody comes by who is so great, they almost, they almost rise above the sport, and they take the sport forward with them. That's not very many people. He
2: was one of them. There are very few people that have had an impact on basketball as big as Kobe Bryant's impact. His game was so polarizing. Like, it wasn't for everybody. There are people that believe that Kobe Bryant is the greatest player in NBA history. There are people that believe he's not even in the top 20 or the top 30. And then, of course, a lot of people that believe he lies somewhere in between there. His game is incredibly polarizing. But regardless of where you stand on his his game and how good he was, there, there's no question about the impact and, and how impactful he was. And just in terms of the mindset, when anyone talks about Kobe Bryant, it was always the mindset more than anything else, right? Because yeah. I mean, he scored a lot of points, but no matter how he did it, he he just always found a way. He was a winner. He was a winning player, and those sort of things can't be quantified. Like, I mean, I guess you can add up the record, but more than anything else, there was just like an intangible there that that, regardless of how he was playing, there were nights where he'd take 30 shots. There were nights where he didn't pass the ball very much, and that's why I say it was such a polarizing style of play, but regardless of, of what it took to get it done, he found a way to get it done he was such a fierce competitor worked so hard such a, i mean the, the, his commitment to the game and that's why i say as i mean yes this is tragic but it's, i mean the timing is truly tragic because he was just starting to enjoy life past basketball and, and when his life w- was about basketball it was so consumed by basketball few were as committed to the, the game, his love of the game as Kobe was. So to see him over the last few years finally let go of the game, and not completely, he was still around it, he still found a way to be part of it, but all of a sudden finding ways to enjoy life, enjoy his family in ways he just couldn't before when he was so consumed by the sport. Um I, I mean, it. again, it, no words in, in, in terms of the timing because as great a player as he was, and we'll forever remember him as Kobe Bryant, the the legendary basketball player. Kobe Bryant, the man. Kobe Bryant, the husband. Kobe Bryant, the father. That's as much a part of this as anything else. At courtside now, DeMar
1: DeRozan has been greeted by most of the Raptors. And now Rudy Gay has done the same thing. But it's not the normal cordial, hi, how are you? There are hugs. There are some long looks there. And, and you can see the sadness in all of them as they get ready to face off or tip off in another NBA matchup. Uh, We'll step out, come back, and set up the tip-off for you next. This is Tangerine Raptors Basketball on TSN 1050 and TSN 1050.ca.
0: This is Tangerine Raptors Basketball on TSN 1050. The Raptors live here. Tangerine Raptors
1: Basketball. The Raptors set to take on the Spurs in San Antonio. And unfortunately, this story only gets worse Adrian Wojnarowski reporting from ESPN. Sources, Kobe Bryant on his way to a travel basketball game with his daughter, Gianna, when the helicopter crashed. Those aboard the helicopter also included another player and parent. And if you you add the pilot to that total, there's five. Just tragic news.
2: Yeah, I mean, like I said, there's no way to describe it. There's no way to put it into words. There's no way to prepare yourself for it. I mean, the news is still coming out, and we're still... um, digesting the news as everybody else is um but it, it's it's sudden and it's shocking
1: it is that and unfortunately life goes on and I, that's as callous as, as i can be and i don't want to be but we have stuff to do here and it's, i just i feel like an idiot having to do this but that's what we get paid for time now for
2: the toronto area four dealers key matchup in this game josh what do you have yeah i mean De- demar derozan of course a former raptor has been playing really well and and, and i mean no, Nobody is going to feel this news on the court today as much as DeMar. DeMar grew up watching Kobe, idolizing Kobe, learning after Kobe. I mean, I'm not sure that anybody in the NBA right now has modeled his game after Kobe as much as DeMar DeRozan has. I, I, I wouldn't have been surprised or upset with, with DeMar if he just said, Listen, I, I, I couldn't do this today. I can't. But he, he's out there on the floor uh, warming up for the game. Just shared a a really emotional moment with his good friend Kyle Lowry as well as Norman Powell and Fred Van Vliet, his former teammates. I mean, from a basketball standpoint, DeMar DeRozan, whenever you're playing against him, is always the focal point, and the Raptors will have to circle him on the scouting report, but for for DeMar, I I feel for him, and I I don't know how he's going to get through a game like this.
1: Key matchup, a presentation of Ford. Get up to $11,000 in rebates on select new 2019 F-150 models at the Ford year-end event. Visit findyourford.ca for details. So, the Raptors and Spurs all set to go. Raptors hit the floor at 31-14 and, and on a nice winning
2: streak, although they haven't really started these games too well, but they sure have finished, haven't they? they have I mean the Spurs they, they've been up and down all year they've been a strange team they've beaten some really good teams especially this month of course they handed the Raptors their last win their most recent or sorry the handed the Raptors their most recent loss I should say uh, they've also beaten Miami this month Milwaukee but they've lost some tough games as well most recently to Phoenix so uh, they've been a bit of a mixed bag and of course the Raptors come in playing really well they haven't lost since they lost to the Spurs so from a basketball standpoint th- th- this is This is an interesting matchup on on a very tough day to play basketball. It's that
1: all of that. Let's go to San Antonio now. Paul Jones and Jack Armstrong, guys.
6: All right, James, uh, Josh. uh, It is a very difficult day. Suddenly, has become a difficult day uh, with the news of Kobe Bryant and his daughter. Not to mention the others on that helicopter that went down and. Jim, as you said, it is the way life goes, and we are going to call a game today, but Jack and I will, <laughs> you'll forgive us if we stop and reflect back about Kobe over the course of the game, the afternoon. Uh, this is just devastating, shocking, and numbing news. Yeah, uh, I guess the word, the,
3: the word numb would be...
6: Kind of how I feel right now. Yeah, you know? and and I, I I stood there and did something for NBA TV before we came up on the air, and I was up here. I know you were, and we were talking with with Jim and Josh, and it's just kind of, it's just kind of surreal. Yeah, you know, you hear it, and you we heard it in the back when we were about to talk to Nick, and somebody said there's a report, and you kind of laughed You're like, come on, So this is this is this is not true Yeah, and then the confirmation started to come out well i mentioned
3: to uh, jim and josh earlier reminded me of when you know one of my boyhood idols thurman munson who was the great catcher the captain of the new york yankees two-time world champion died in a plane crash and then near and dear unfortunate toronto fans roy halliday recently you know his his plane crash and You just remember things and where you were and when it happened and all that, and uh, obviously a very sad
6: day here today. All right, the lights are down, um, and let's get the PA and the introduction of the Raptors along with an announcement.
7: A true ambassador for the sport of basketball. Please join us in observing a moment of silence for Kobe Bryant.
1: Thank you.
6: Lights up and doesn't make for good radio folks, but we did observe that moment of silence as people still looking up at the big board and trying to figure out What's going on? We are going to play basketball, though. Here are the Toronto Raptors,
7: and now the starting lineup for the visiting Toronto Raptors: a six-foot guard from Wichita State, number twenty-three, Fred VanVleet; six-one guard from Villanova, number seven, Kyle Lowry; six-eight forward from Indiana, number three, OG Ananobi. 6'9 forward from New Mexico State, number 43, Pascal Siakam. The one center from Spain, number 33, Mark Gasol. Head coach of the Toronto Raptors, Nick Nurse.
6: So there there are the Raptors that come in at on a six-game win streak right now, and they will do their best to try and stretch this thing a little bit more as this is the game, Jack, when you think about it. If they can get past this game, they've got Atlanta, Detroit, Cleveland, and Chicago. I mean, they could stretch this thing to 10 or 11 games, win out, send Nick Nurse to the All-Star game, but... This is a team that ran them down a few weeks ago in Toronto after the Raptors had built a 13-point lead. No doubt doubt about it,
3: Jonesy. And uh, for the Raptors right now, that's going to be the critical test today is, is dealing with a team like San Antonio who's coming off a tough loss here at home Friday night against Phoenix. And they're fighting for their lives to get to the playoff spot, the eighth playoff spot. So, uh, big game today for the Spurs, and obviously for the Raptors. Afternoon tilt here, after all this travel. Here are the San Antonio starting lineups.
7: State number 11, Bryn Four. guard from Washington, number five,
8: DeJounte Murray. 6'7 guard from USC, number 10, DeMar DeRozan. And a 6'11 forward from the University of Texas, number 12, LaMarcus Aldridge.
6: So there are the Spurs, as Jack said, fighting for their playoff life in the fact that they are right outside the playoffs right now jack they're in the nine spot nine spot yeah and they have the longest current streak of consecutive playoff appearances in any of the four major sports at 22 years and nick nurse just walking over and giving demar DeRozan a big hug and walking down the bench to greet greg popovich the two of them talking and uh Life happens, eh, Jack? The perspective has suddenly changed on today's game. Sure is. I ran into, mention mentioned this on a pregame show, I ran into former Toronto Blue Jays
3: manager John Gibbons, who's here today. We were chatting about the whole Kobe Bryant thing, and he said that exact thing, like the perspective, right? And uh, nonetheless, we're all professionals, Jonesy players, coaches, broadcasters, officials. We've all got a job to do, and Everyone will do it to their best of their ability today with a kind of a real emptiness in their heart today, but nonetheless, you do the best you can because that's what this is about. A guy like Kobe Bryant would relish an opportunity to be out on the floor and compete. That's what he did so well.
6: Yeah, he did, Jack, and it's it's uh it's kind of surreal, you know. DeMar DeRozan just huddled his team there before we start and have the jump ball. Let's do a little bit of house cleaning. The Raptors' starting lineup was brought to you by your Ontario Subaru dealers. Get fully equipped for winter in a Subaru during the Bring On Winter event. Enjoy lease and finance rates from 0.99% at your local Ontario dealer. Raptors win the tip. And... Fred Van Vliet is holding the ball. And I think he's going to take a shot clock violation. And many of the fans in San Antonio Antonio standing and applauding. The Raptors in their red uniforms take a shot clock violation to start the game. Obviously, a measure of tribute towards Kobe Bryant as the fans stand and chant kobe and you know what the san antonio spurs are going to do the same thing Dejounte murray standing with the ball and dribbling it with his left hand lowry standing with van Viet, van vliet fred with his left arm around him demar derozan bent over in the far corner many of the fans including us in the broadcast location on their feet applauding um it just brings life into perspective. Marc Gasol battled so many years with Tim Duncan. He ran over and hugged him as the shot clock wound down. And with each team giving up its first possession. And the clock's still running. <laughs> well,
3: the clock was reset to 12 yeah. minutes, Jonesy. The,
6: the, 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 the clock underneath the shot clock is running, but uh, they are going to reset it to 12. And both teams paying tribute to Kobe by taking... Shot clock violations on their first possession. So they're doing the reset of the clock, and we'll tell you that that opening tip was brought to you by the OLG Pro Line app. Put your knowledge on the line anytime, anywhere, and download the app today and get way into the game. A surreal Sunday afternoon, a bizarre set of circumstances. One of basketball's all time greats, Kobe Bryant. And his daughter as well as you know there'll be footnotes in this but another parent and his daughter teammates and the pilot on their way to a travel basketball game parish we're underway we're playing basketball raptors in the red will move right to left san antonio in the home white going the other way lowry's first jumper up and over and As fate would have it, it gets stuck on the top of the backboard. Raptors have not won here since 2007.
3: First shot missed that time by Kyle Lowry, right corner. And San Antonio, the ball's been retrieved, and now San Antonio will handle the rock here.
6: Jack, I don't know about you, but my phone keeps vibrating with people from around the basketball world and community trying to digest this news, and will that's, we'll, for, that's for timeouts. We got the game to call. Yep. In the lane, DeJounte Murray lays it up and in. Twitter ablaze, too, with tributes to Kobe and expressing their condolences two nothing san antonio siakam newly minted all-star launches a three and knocks it down far side on the right wing in the bottom of the well beautiful three two
3: toronto Van bleak
6: that time gorgeous pass that time hooking him up front court aldridge jumper good it's a three ball 17 straight games for lamarcus aldridge with a triple longest run of his career five three spurs siakam back another three no good Rebound to DeJounte Murray. To DeRozan, near side, right wing. The building trying to pick up its energy as the game is underway. San Antonio loses it. Back comes Siakam to Van Vliet. Near wing, three, good. In the bottom of the well, in front of the Raptor bench. Siakam, 6-5 Toronto. Great pass at time. Left side to Van Vliet. Van Vliet just explodes into that shot. Spurs, front court in the white. Aldridge murray drives into the lane kicks it up to derozan swing forbes three is good it's been all triples eight six san antonio with a couple of threes and a deuce lead toronto by two 9 17 first quarter they are seventh in the nba in three-point shooting percentage don't take as many as folks but they shoot them well Ananobi corner three is good in the bottom of the well. The Raptors have knocked down three triples. Three for three for Toronto. They lead at 9-8. Great pass that time by Van Bleed on the draw and kick, setting them up. DeRozan far corner on Ananobi. Drives into the lane. Kick to Murray. He goes into the lane. Stotts. Kicks it to Trey Lyles. The Canadian board in Saskatchewan misses the jumper. Back comes Toronto siakam drives spins in the lane lays it up and in 11-8 toronto they're a perfect four of four what a great move that time by
3: siakam in transition turning into his left hand and then back to the right
6: 8-24 first quarter 11-8 toronto aldridge far elbow backs in on gasol spins and gasol stands him up they're going to get the foul on mark as aldridge did a nice job jack of changing speeds to try and get to the basket sure did and he still is a forceful guy mid
3: mid-range game post-up game and obviously as you mentioned jonesy on a great streak right now shooting the three san antonio inbound 22 on the shot clock 8 16 remaining raptors lead by three 11 8 here in the first quarter
6: so the Raptors will inbound far side. Pat Freyer resetting the shot clock to Down 20. To
3: 20 okay.
6: Frayer, Kevin Cutler, and Lauren Holkamp are your officials today. As the Raptors lead at 11-8 at the 8-16 mark. We're all still trying to digest the news. Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash today with his daughter one of her teammates and a parent as well as the pilot all five and sometimes life is just not fair DeRozan, jumper no good near corner in front of the spurs bench back come the red-shirted raptors from right to left toronto perfect from the floor at four of four leading 11-8 three of them triples Ananobi to Siakam, corner three. Good again down the bottom wow, of the well. What a great play by
3: Ananobi that time. Coming off a high screen and then clean look for Siakam in
6: the right corner. DeRozan throws it away. Back comes Siakam. Raptors up 14 8. Pascal drives and he's fouled by Trey Lyles.
3: I'll tell you what, Pascal Siakam, aggressive this afternoon, Jones. He eight points already three for four and he's looking to drive the ball he's moving well without it playing with lots of energy Gasol inbound 19 on the shot clock
6: 741 remaining first quarter wrapped his lead by 6-14-8 Toronto inbounds Siakam near block left side kick out to Lowry triple in the air no good first miss for Toronto and San Antonio brings it back front court aldridge up top drive kicks into the corner lyles corner three no good rebound come the raptors 7 15 first quarter toronto with a 14 8 lead siakam near side left wing backs in on lyles spins to the baseline fall away one footer no good rebound dejounte murray he runs it up the right side near wing in front of greg popovich Murray kick out to Aldridge to DeRozan. Drives right. Kicks it back to Aldridge and DeRozan is fouled by Ananobi as he tried to get rid of the pass.
3: Ananobi is side out right now and Spurs will inbound. 6.52 remaining, 14 on the shot clock. There is a timeout on the floor right now. Yep, there is a timeout on the floor. The Raptors pull timeout, Jonesy. 6.52 remaining first quarter.
6: Raptors lead by 6-14-8. So let's take a break from the AT&T Center in San Antonio, Texas. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. Paul Jones, Jack Armstrong, Ben Houth here at the AT&T Center deep in the heart of Texas. A beautiful day. 26 degrees celsius with apologies to those of you listening in southern on central ontario and the day though has a dark cloud cast over it with the passing of kobe bryant's one of five people to pass away in a helicopter crash jim taddy josh Lewinberg, a terrific job on the pre-game kind of trying to encapsulate and put some perspective on this and ably supported by their back there by Arad Ashvandi and Natasha Shivraj. Jack, this is one of those where were you moments that we will talk about yeah, the rest of your life. For the rest of our lives. Yep. 650 to go first quarter in this ballgame. Toronto up 14-8. Spurs working left to right in the white uniforms. DeRozan missing the jumper on the baseline. Back come the Raptors in the red. Lowry into the lane, kick to Ananobi, corner three, near side, no good. Rebound, Grim Forbes. Forbes, Aldridge, Murray, DeRozan, and the Canadian Lyles starting for San Antonio, Van Gleet, gasol Siakam, Lowry, and Ananobi for the red shirted Raptors. Raptors kick the ball, so it'll be San Antonio ball far side left wing. Former Raptor Rudy Gay will check into the lineup for Trey Lyles.
3: And Raptors that time on the left side, they double teamed DeMar DeRozan, Gasol, and Siakam. Keep an eye on that for you in terms of the Raptors trying to get the ball out of DeRozan's hands if they
6: can. Gay in the corner, far side left wing to Murray, shot clock at five pull up jumper in the mid-range from DeJounte Murray. No good. Rebound Lowry. 15 defense that time by Toronto. Kyle uh, steaming up the middle of the floor. Kicks to Gasol. Swing out Siakam. Drives and is fouled on his take to the basket. Jack, you coined it earlier. Pascal very aggressive yeah. to start this ballgame. No doubt.
3: Really just flying all over the building and did a great job before on the last defensive possession and now Kyle Lowry pushing the ball up beautifully, putting a lot of pressure on that Spur transition defense. Siakam will shoot two free throws here with 5.58 remaining and the Raptors lead by six. First free throw made. And now we have
7: substitutions. For substitution Ray, Patty Mills, four, Derek White in for Derek Rick White Ford, and
3: Patty
6: and Mills Jones check Murray. in. Patty. And Forbes and Murray for San Antonio. Patty Mills, a guy Jack Raptors really need to be aware of because he is one of the exquisite three-point shooters prolific in this league. And
3: he gives them pop and energy and enthusiasm off the bench. He's a big part of their success here over the years. Siaka makes the second free throw. Raptors lead by eight, 16-8, 5.56 remaining first quarter. It's
6: a 10-0 run for the Raptors to take their biggest lead of the game at eight. San Antonio front court, on the bounce, into the lane. Aldridge wheels around Gasol and lays it in. So the Raptors see the lead cut to 16-10 and on his foray up court, Kyle Lowry is fouled. So the Raptors will inbound, side out of bounds, far side, right wing. We're at the AT&T Center in San Antonio, Texas. Raptors leading at 16-10 with 5.30 to go first quarter. Van Vliet down to the baseline. Loses Mills on the escape dribble, misses the three, Raptors get it back and Siakam drives it home. Far side on the right wing, 18-10 Toronto. Siakam off to a nice start. Three ball near side. No good from Rudy Gay. Back comes Pascal. He's got 12 of Toronto's 18. He's looking for more. Pull up three in the air. Knock it down. Wow. Pascal says, what's the record in this place? Huh. He's got 15 of the 21. And the Raptors lead it 21-10. Remarkable. Wheeling and dealing that time with his handle. Jumper from DeRozan near side. No good. Rebound. Gasol out to Lowry pull up three in transition no good rebound DeRozan 435 first quarter Toronto up by 11 biggest lead of the game at 21 10 DeRozan stripped back comes Van Vliet to Siakam to a cutting Ananobi knocked away by Derek White Toronto gets it back Van Vliet to Lowry near side in the corner Drives on Aldridge, kicks it into the far corner. They swing it around the horn. Siakam three straight away. Good again. Pascal is shaking him down. He's got 18 of Toronto's 24. And the Raptors lead it by 14 at 24-10.
3: Greg Popovich not calling time out here, just letting them play through it. And a wrap, the ball movement was sensational around the horn.
6: Front court comes San Antonio. They trail it by 14. Aldridge backs in far side on Gasol. Up fake now. Swings it to Mills. Into the far corner. White, three, no good. Long rebound. Nobody went after it. San Antonio gets it back. Derek White floats it up and in.
3: Hot possession. The ball was right near Marcus Gasol. And I think he thought a teammate was right next to him who was going to grab it. And two points.
6: Back comes Toronto siakam near side drives on rudy Gay step back jumper he can't miss pascal siakam is going to town i mean he is cooking with some hot grease right now
3: 20 points seven and nine four for five from three two for two from the free throw line jonesy you nailed that one my goodness is he on fire
6: 26 12 toronto derozan Top of the lane to White into the corner. Patty Mills fires a three. No good. Rebound. Who else? Siakam. Front court on the bounce. Squares up Derek White. Behind the back. Crosses over. Spin. Kicks to Van Vliet. Three in the air. Good. Toronto is putting it on San Antonio right now. Great ball movement there, Jack.
3: Siakam with the assist. He drew three defenders and got Van Vliet a wide open shot on the left side.
6: Raptors up 29-12. Aldridge three near corner, no good. Rebound out of bounds off San Antonio. It's Toronto ball. Timeout on the floor
3: now, 2.34 remaining. And Siakam leading the Raptors with 20 points. And they lead right now, Jonesy. 29-12, 17 point lead here in the first quarter for Toronto. Wow.
6: So let's take a break from the AT&T Center, deep in the heart of Texas in San Antonio. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN, 1050 Toronto. Back in San Antonio, Raptors leading the Spurs, and it's all Pascal Siakam right now, Jacko. He's got 20 of Toronto's 29. My buddy's just sent a note through on Twitter saying maybe Pascal's trying to honor Kobe and go for 81 tonight. <laughs> wow, I'll
3: tell you what, he's, play- he's playing like it right now. And uh about just an incredible performance so far from him and just getting it done and man oh man, it's nice to watch what he's doing and shooting the ball, putting it on the floor, high energy on the transition game. Pretty remarkable. Live action now, Siakam handling the rock
6: raptors in the red coming right to left norm powell into the game the spurs go to the zone that gave toronto so much trouble back in toronto ronde hollis jefferson has it blocked ibaka has the rebound stripped it's fred and four second unit guys hollis jefferson ibaka sorry three second unit guys powell out there with siakam and on the drive derek white is fouled by fred van vliet So Spurs will inbound near side on the right wing as they move left to right in the white uniforms. Derek White into the lane, gets all the way to the basket, Jack, unencumbered and lays it in. 29-14, 15 point lead. The Spurs sitting in the zone. It gave the Raptors all kinds of issues, Jack, back in Toronto a few weeks ago. Well, maybe a guy like Matt Thomas could be helpful today to that. Van Vliet into the lane to Siakam. He's still got it going. Splash it down in the bottom of the well. Another fireball for Siakam, 32-14. Van Vliet, great paint touch, dribble penetration, and got Siakam a
3: wide-open shot in the right corner. The thing the Raptors are doing really well today, Jonesy, Is they're getting the ball into that painted area and then creating opportunities for teammates on the perimeter. Really aggressive. Norm Powell just checks out of the game.
5: He's
6: limping badly, Jack. Holding his his uh, right arm against his right thigh. And Scott McCullough. Scott McCullough and Alex McKechnie taking a look at him at the end of the Raptor bench spurs in the meantime knock in a bucket 32 16 raptors by 16 san antonio retreats to the zone powell's been such a valuable piece for the raptors this year van vliet deep three no good rebound rudy gay norm has averaged 21.7 jack in the seven games that he's returned from injury rudy gay throws it away Ibaka brings it front court for Toronto to Van Vliet into the corner. Terrence Davis, three, good. Down the bottom of the well. The Raptors are knocking down threes. I want to know, Jack. Nine of 16, 56%. Wow. Is it going out of style the way they're doing it? (laughs) Remarkable what they're doing right now. Derek White in the lane. Stops. Kicks it cross court. Patty Mills, corner three, no good. Rebound Terrence Davis. Off to who brings it front court. Stops for a deep three. No good. Heat check. Rudy Gay with the rebound. 30 seconds, first quarter. 35-16 Toronto. Rudy Gay drives. Bounces off. Rondé Hollis Jefferson is fouled. And Rudy's going to go to the line for a couple of free throws. Yes, he will. 5 former Raptors on this Spurs
3: team. Three of them on the floor right now. Gay, Bellinelli, Purtle, and obviously DeMar DeRozan as well. Is Damari Carroll a member of the San Antonio Spurs? And Gayle shoot two. 27.6 seconds remaining, first quarter, and a Raptors lead by 18, 35, 17. Gayle get another free throw.
6: Jack, this is why you are a coach. Matt Thomas checking into the ball game. Yep. And as, as you always say, we always say, it's not rocket science. We're not no. we're not curing cancer. The guy can shoot. They're playing zone. Why not put him in? And he's taking Rondae. Thomas Jefferson out of the game.
3: He will uh, obviously come out and do a little offense, defense. Nick Nurse does a great job in game, even in the first quarter, adjusting things. Second free throw made. Raptors by 17 here. 26
6: seconds remaining first quarter. Here comes uh, Raptors front court against San Antonio. Davis up top to Van Vliet. Raptors five men out in the perimeter. Ibaka now comes to the middle of the lane. Thomas into the corner. Siakam shot clock at four knocks it out. Mid range jumper just inside the arc, far side right wing. Twenty five points in the first quarter. Is that
3: a Raptor record?
6: I'm gonna start searching the record book for to it.
3: Check that. I mean, man. And
5: now Terrence Davis
3: commits a four play right here, where he fouls a shooter. And
7: Derek White, two, three. Oh, Derek my White. Oh, oh boy, it's a three-point shot.
3: Why flying out flying out, out of control on that?
6: Well, we are on it with our trusted media relations team.
3: And they're working on Norm Powell on the bench, and so he has not gone back to the locker room and they're working on him on the bench. Matt Thomas checks out. Marcus soul now gets inserted here with two seconds on the shot clock. Two seconds on the game clock.
6: Second one goes down. And the Raptors. The Raptors have done a good
3: job. They held... San Antonio 38% for the field, Jonesy. They've turned them over five times. So their defense in the first half, we're talking so much about their offense that he was good as well.
6: Yeah. Now
3: yeah. the free throw made right there.
6: Two seconds to go in the quarter. Van Vliet heaves from center, no good. But almost everything else went down, Jack. A 37 point quarter. Yeah. Raptors lead at 37-21. Yeah, plus 16 going into the second quarter. Raptors
3: shooting. 9 of 18 from behind the arc. So they have outscored San Antonio by 21 points from behind the arc. They've made 9 threes. San Antonio has only made 2. And that's a big story in this game as we
6: go to break here, Jonesy. So the Raptors lead by 16, 37-21. Second quarter, when we come back from the AT&T Center in San Antonio, you're listening to Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto back deep in the heart of texas paul jones jack armstrong ben hauck i had to ask ben any relation to ralph and he said no he spells it differently and for those of you that don't know that's a sports test you're going to have to google who ralph hauck is ralph hauck managed the new york yankees i know he he managed the detroit tigers and he was one of the as well, Jack. And he was one of the great explosive men when it came to arguing with umpires. Didn't yes. he have the best ones? He, he and Luke Pinella I would say, and Billy Vaughn. Jakob Purtle in the lane, misses a short hook. The Raptors bring it back, leading 37-21. Juan Powell is playing now, Jonesy. He's out there with Terrence Davis, Serge Ibaka, Matt Thomas, and Rondé Hollis Jefferson. They turn it over. Back comes Lonnie Walker. Out there with Purtle, Rudy Gay patty mills and Derek white and Derek white takes a walk near side right wing turn it over give it to toronto it's a
3: very interesting lineup nick nurse is using right now no point guard uh, he's got terrence davis who's can play a little bit on the ball but i think he's better suited off the ball but
6: they they
3: want to make sure they
6: have shooters on the floor
3: thomas Powell,
6: and davis Powell near side, three in the air, short. Long rebound, Norm runs it down, kicks it back to Terrence Davis. Possession continues for Toronto. Wallace Jefferson, far side, drives on Lonnie Walker. Pass down around the ankles of Ibaka. It turns into a turnover, and back come the Spurs. Perto lays it in and is fouled as he runs right down Main Street. Two turnovers here to start the second quarter for the Raptors from this
3: second unit. And the Raptor bench has been outscored 10-3 so far.
2: So they got to get into
3: a little rhythm here. Let's see what Greg Popovich does in terms of staying with the zone. And quite frankly, his second unit's giving him life.
6: Yes, they have. And Jack, that zone that was troublesome for Toronto back at Scotiabank Arena is proving to be... Somewhat difficult for Toronto as well. Powell, three, far side, no good. Missed everything, Ibaka with the rebound. Kick out Terrence Davis, three, got it in the bottom of the well. well
3: again, that offensive rebound, you kicked it out, you get the wide open three. Davis,
6: shot ready and nails it. 40-24, Raptors by 16. Toronto kicks it. Or San Antonio kicks it to the corner. Patty Mills, jumper, no good, man. He had a wide open look, Josh. Matt Thomas back for the Raptors. Sometimes you're too wide open. You think about it. Davis drives, finds Ibaka, jams it down near side left wing. Wow! What a feed by Terrence Davis and surge with an emphatic finish. 42-24, Toronto.
3: Traveling call on Jakub Pertl, and 10:04 remaining. Jonesy, the Raptors with an 18-point lead, 42-24. Here on a Sunday afternoon in San Antonio. And let's see if the Spurs say in their zone defense, they do. There you go, Raptors going up
6: against the 2-3 zone of the Spurs. Powell into the lane, loses the ball. Lonnie Walker comes away with it. Third turnover here in the second quarter. Got to be strong with that rock. Derek White drives into the lane, finds Jacoperto, who lays it in.
3: Nice job that time by Derek White turn in the corner, and Jakob Kirtle quick off his feet, good finish there. He's got seven points, a former Raptors.
6: Marco Bellinelli into the ball game. Ball knocked out of bounds. It stays with Toronto. Nick Nurse going to reinsert Kyle Lowry. As Kyle will check in. And Terrence Davis, no, Matt Thomas will check out. Matt out there to stretch the floor, Jack. Didn't get a look. But at least he's out there, and that creates real estate for others, right? Yes, Your yes. offense
3: has of this second unit has been
5: a little sloppy,
6: it'll take care of the rock. Spurs still in the zone. Davis free, near side, a deep one, no good. Long rebound. Bryn Forbes, outlet to Jonte Murray. Runs it front court, finds Lonnie Walker, drives into the lane. He's fouled before he could get the ball to Pirtle. So with the Raptors leading 42-26 and 9-21 to go first half. San Antonio will inbound near side, no, right gonna, wing.
3: It's going to be free throw. Oh, eyes. they give you that. They're it on
6: the shot. <laughs> See now, Jack, I can never figure that out. Well, we've seen other things that were that look more like shots than that drive and a flailing arm throw. I agree. And he gets two shots. No,
3: it's confusing, and uh, I, I think sometimes it's the timing of the whistle, and when in fact they feel like you're gathering and going into your stride to shoot, but nonetheless. Walker at the line, and makes both free throws, and Spurs bench 18 points. They have gotten their team a little bit back into this game, 14 points they trail by.
6: Terrence Davis, three ball, far side, no good. San Antonio chopping this lead. DeJounte Murray up top. Gets it to Lonnie Walker, deep three, short, rebound to a flat-footed Ibaka. Here come the Raptors in red, right to left. Ibaka up top, drives on Purdo, Up fake and jams it down. Surge with another strong take. Raptors up 16, 44, 28. Biggest lead was 19. Purdo to Bryn Forbes. Drives left side, far wing, pull up, mid-range jumper, no good. Another flat-footed Ibaka rebound off to lowry to terence davis now back to kyle up fake drives left side kick out ibaka surge holds it and then the pass was deflected here comes san antonio walker to forbes drive into the corner walker for three good
3: well the turnovers have
6: hurt toronto here
3: in the second quarter that's their fourth turnover giving san antonio some extra life
6: and some extra possessions In the lane, Hollis Jefferson falls as he was looking for a pass from Lowry. He's still on the ground, face down, and they're going to call the foul on San Antonio.
5: Josie, I'm not really
3: sure what happened. He flashed into the middle of the floor. We're waiting for the TV replay. Here it is. And he just got knocked down.
5: Oh, he turned his ankle. Oh, yes, his right ankle. Right ankle, yeah.
3: his right ankle. He got pushed by Marco Bellinelli, and he turned his right ankle. And there's now a timeout on the floor with 8.02 remaining, and the Raptors lead by 13, 44-31.
6: And a lot, of the, a lot of the guys out on the floor off the Raptor bench to see what's up with Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. In fact, the entire team out there. Ronde turned that right ankle pretty good. Let's take a break, 44-31. Toronto by 13, 8.02 to go, first half. From the AT&T Center in San Antonio, this is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. Back in San Antonio, Ronde Hollis Jefferson helped off to the locker room, Jack. That that didn't look good. No, 44-31, Raptors lead, 8.02 to go, first half. Paul Jones, Jack Armstrong, Ben Haup here at the AT&T Center in San Antonio. You'll hear from Taddy and Lewenberg with Radish Randy and Natasha Shivraj helping them out back at Raptor Central at halftime. Well, now Marcus
3: Sol inserted in the game in place of Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Hey, so Lowry, Davis,
6: Powell, Abaka, and Gasol. Raptors attacking the zone Powell steps in and knocks in a mid-range jumper Far side right wing from 20 feet Toronto builds the lead to 46-31 Good patience that time by Toronto DeRozan drive Kick out Bellinelli Floater no good Rebound Terrence Davis Outlet Lowry On the drive Kicks it up top to Gasol Swing at far corner Powell to Ibaka Surge drives and jams it down That's the third driving dunk by Serge Ibaka today. Wow, he's getting up today. Serge off the bench with six points. DeJounte Murray back with an 18-footer near side right wing. Raptors. Sue Powell drive the lane and miss the shot. 13-point lead, Toronto 48-35 at the seven-minute mark. First half, DeRozan on the bounce. Gets it to Lonnie Walker. He drives, kicks it far side. Instead, they got Terrence Davis holding him up. Jack, DeMar DeRozan does not have a point today. 0 of three right now.
3: Yeah. Raptors have tried to get the ball out of his hands when he gets it. Van Bleed and Siakam and Ananobi check in Abaka, Davis, and Powell all check out for Toronto. So the starting five now in the ball game for the Toronto Raptors. Marcus Aldridge back in
6: the ball game as well for San Antonio. Murray, front court. DeRozan far side double teamed on the baseline good job by Toronto DeRozan finally gets it up top DeJounte Murray's long three no good rebound Siakam great sequence there defensively Jack on DeMar yeah double team and
3: got him to turn it over get it back
6: Gasol three straight away after the shot fake no good rebound tipped away goes to Van Gleet finds Lowry to a cutting Siakam, lay it up, no good, but he's fouled.
3: What a great play by OG Ananobi, knocking that ball loose, and, and then a sequence of tremendous passes. Lowry and Siakam going to the basket. Siakam will shoot two free throws, 6.17 remaining, and the Raptors lead by 15, 48-33. Siakam on the day. Jonesy, as we mentioned, that's a Raptor record for 25 points in the first quarter in the game. 25 points, three boards, two assists today. He's made five of his seven threes, and he makes the first free throw there. There'll be one more. A lot of Raptor fans here. It's amazing, Jonesy, everywhere we go. Raptor fans all over the building, excited about seeing their team. Chat with a bunch of them taking pictures earlier, though everyone kind of was in a somber mood because of the sad news today with Kobe Bryant passing And second free throw made by Siakam he's got 27 points Raptors lead by 17 50-33, 6-14 remaining second quarter
6: Raptors go to a bit of a zone themselves Bellinelli, 3 up top good, can't leave him open 50-36, Toronto's lead 14, halfway through the second quarter Siakam backs in on Bellinelli Gets into the lane, floats it up, no good. But the foul will go on Bellinelli. And Pascal will go to the line for two free throws. Jack, even in a zone, if you get a mismatch, because it's man-to-man in your zone, you can go to work.
3: Yeah, and Bellinelli hacked him like three times in that possession. Surprised the first two fouls weren't called. But it went iso in that zone in the left block. And Siakam went to work on Bellinelli.
6: And now Greg Popovich up, giving Pat Frere thing or two. So we got a report, Jack, from Raptors Media Relations. Sprained right ankle for Rondé Hollis Jefferson. He will not return. Yeah, it didn't look good when he he got pushed by Bellinelli
3: in the back, and he kind of lost his balance, and his right ankle turned inward on him.
6: And, uh, let's hope it's not serious. Raptors missed the second free throw Siakam does. Missed them both. And back comes San Antonio. Spurs have life. Down 14, 545. First half. DeRozan kicks to Bellinelli. Into the corner to Aldridge. Back to Bellinelli. He's doubled. They get it to Aldridge. Drives, gets into the lane. And they've got a defensive three-second violation against Toronto. Wow. Sam O.G. Ananobi on the left side.
3: He's in there more than two point nine seconds. I tell look, what,
6: Raptors playing with tons of energy defensively today. Moving well, their feet. Well, Jack, that was that was one of the things that Nick Nurse said in the pregame. We did not do what we were supposed to do in giving up a thirteen point lead after three quarters. Outscored. in that fourth quarter back in Toronto and losing that game. They almost came up the lead the other
3: night in New York, too, the Knicks, right? Yeah. Not a good habit to have.
6: No, it's not.
3: Got to keep getting better.
6: Forbes, near side, right wing, pull up jumper, partially blocked by Ananobi, out of bounds. It'll stay with San Antonio. They were. I could see that from here. They were going to give it to Toronto and...
3: Good closeout that time by Ananobi, but there's going to be only one second on the shot clock for San Antonio.
9: So, this is a tip play right here. Quick
3: catch and shoot or a tip?
6: Watch, 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 watch. So, you've got time to catch and shoot, Jack. Yep. Up to point three. DeRozan, fall away jumper. Good. Wow. I
3: can't, that can't happen.
6: That's just a. 50 39. Snuck loose. Got an easy shot. Lead cut to. 11, Van Vliet in the lane, floats it up, no good, rebound Marc Gasol to Siakam, in the lane, jams it down, 52-39, Siakam on the board again, Pascal's got 29, wow, great hard take, DeRozan drives on Siakam from the top of the zone, the foul called, and DeMar DeRozan just got teed up. Whatever he said to Lauren Holtkamp, she didn't like it. And she teed him up. A little surprised. He got the foul call. I don't know what he's complaining about. A
3: little bit surprised by that. And he was fouled. They called it. A little unusual that time, but it could have been for a prior play. That might have been the frustration coming out on a previous play. Siaka makes the free throw. And it was a 14 foul on Toronto. So non-shooting. San Antonio inbound. Raptors lead by 14. 4:52 remaining second quarter. 53-39.
6: Toronto on defense. San Antonio inbound. Raptors playing the two-three zone. Forbes near side right wing into the corner. Dejounte Murray with Kyle Lowry on it. Now Marcus Ald comes out. Deep three, good by Forbes. Raptors improvising in that zone, Jack, and Forbes knocked it down. Siakam along the baseline to Ananobi. Raptors swing it out, get it back to Siakam. Now to Gasol, back to a cutting Siakam to Ananobi. Three in the air, didn't go down. Great ball movement. And now the Spurs have a chance to cut this to single digits. 53-42, Murray in the lane. No good, missed an easy layup. I think he got away with a double dribble too. Lowry drives, stops in the lane to Ananobi, lays it up and in, 55-42 toronto by 13 timeout popovich good response that time
3: by the raptors and great pass by kyle lowry in transition darting into the lane and then hooking up ananobi on the right side for the layup and 358 remaining
6: second quarter the raptors 13 point lead 55 42 over the spurs from san antonio and the at&t center this is tangerine raptors basketball on tsn 1050 toronto 358 until you hear from Jim Taddy and Josh Lewenberg back at Raptors Central. Rad S. Vandy and Natasha Chivaraj back there. Paul Jones, Jack Armstrong, Ben Haug here 55-32 Toronto leading on a day when many of us have been stunned into reflection by the passing the tragic and sudden passing of Kobe Bryant His daughter Gianna, a teammate of hers on the way to a travel basketball game and a parent, as well as a pilot of a helicopter. His own helicopter, I'm told, Jack. Just absolutely devastating news.
3: Kobe traveled
6: often by helicopter from his home to the Staples Center. Yeah, he used to go to practice that way.
5: Yeah.
6: uh, I mean, to him it would probably run of the mill the way you would get in a car Jack. So sad. 3.50 first half. Raptors in the zone. San Antonio moving front court left to right in the white uniforms. Aldridge to White. On the bounce. Derek White. Shut off by Gasol. Tough ball away. No good. Out of bounds. Toronto basketball. Great defensive possession there Jaco. Marcus Soul on the closeout on the right side
3: did a beautiful job of holding his ground and fresh possession. Toronto, 3.32 remaining. Second quarter, Raptors go front court against the San
6: Antonio zone, Jonesy. Toronto in the red. Ananobi, far side, jams it down, comes across the zone with a reverse jam. We've had a lot of jams today, Jonesy man get out your peanut butter jacko (laughs) 57 42 raptors by 15 pascal with a high for points and a half this season for a raptor player bellinelli three no good long rebound van vliet under three to go first half 57 42 van vliet shaking and bacon wearing out fouls can Bellinelli get away with wearing out the brakes goes down the lane doesn't get it to go back comes Bellinelli three ball no good but they've got Ananobi on the foul running over DeRozan who set the screen Van Vleet got hammered by Bellinelli on the drive to
3: the basket
7: and then on the
3: other end Ananobi gets called for the closeout foul on the left side on Bellinelli it should be running over DeRozan to try to get to Bellinelli as a shooter. So it's two shots, because obviously Bellinelli was the shooter. And that would have been three if the foul was committed on the shooter. So it's
6: on the foul was committed running into DeRozan. Right. So and and just to because you and I have read the casebook, if Bellinelli had made that shot, it would have been three and only one Correct. for Demar. And it was a 15 foul on Toronto, so. How can you tell Jack and I have passed the referee? Every year, folks, we should tell you the referees come to each arena and they come to Toronto and they run the video and they want to make sure that we know what we're talking about because there's nothing like going on air and blowing up a referee and being wrong yourself. So they just want to educate us to make sure we know what's going on too. 57-44, Toronto 240, first half. Lowry to Gasol. Foul line floater. No good. Rebound Rudy Gay. Off to DeRozan. Runs it front court. Derek White down the right side. Pull up jumper. Way long. Rebound Ananobi. Comes OG. Front court. To Gasol. To Lowry. Against Rudy Gay. Lowry to Van Vliet. Far side. Right wing. Shot clock at 10. Kyle. Up top on Aldrich, up fake drive, and they got Kyle on a travel, doesn't like it, runs back on Dean. He knew it though. Lauren Holkamp with the That's
10: a Toronto turnover. Turnover, Raptors, Spurs. six turnovers, the Spurs with
3: seven. Now the Raptors stay in their zone. So both teams show in zone.
6: Forbes up top, Lowry pounding him. Picks up his dribble, gets it to Rudy Gay, near side. Into the corner. Aldridge, jumper good. That's his game right there. A little floater to the baseline.
3: He's such a terrific mid-range shooter, Aldridge. He's
6: got eight points. Oh my, oh my, oh my. Toronto, Ananobi, corner three, wide open. Got it down the bottom of the well. Great ball movement, Jack, by the Raptors. Yep,
3: Marcus Sol with the fourth assist on the day. Leads his team with that, and Ananobi wide open in the left corner for the three.
6: Back comes San Antonio, deep three from Forbes, far corner no good. Minute 10, first half, Raptors up 14 at 60-46. Lowry tries to find Gasol, it's knocked away, and Gasol could only get a hand on it. That was a tough pass to try to throw that time. A little
3: tight quarters there. Great hustle that time by White
6: breaking that play up. Front court, Derek White and the foul on LaMarcus Aldridge, an illegal screen. Yep, they tried the screen at the top of the zone and Fred VanVleet got hacked.
3: And with 106 remaining, the Raptors get the ball back. A lead by 14, 60
6: to 46. Here comes VanVleet, gets it to Ananobi this all. Now back up top to Fred. Near side, left wing above the arc to Gasol. Backdoor cut to Lowry, lays it up and in and a foul. Marc Gasol will go down as one of the best passing big men in the game. Man, that was like Tom Brady couldn't have threaded that needle any better, Jack, on the old blind pig. Great job by Kyle Lowry, moving without the
3: ball. And on the give and go action, Kyle Lowry will shoot one. That's his first basket of the day. You get three assists and two boys but just a picturesque possession between the two veteran players Lowry
6: and Gasol. Lowry knocks down the free throw all of a sudden the lead is back up to 17. 55 seconds first half Toronto up 63-46. Aldridge to DeRozan straight away. DeMar kicks the corner Rudy Gay up fake sidestep three in the air no good weak side rebound the little man from North Philly Kyle Lowry runs it front court Jack he relishes that stuff Gasol deep three no good inside every six footer Jack is a seven footer trying to get out (laughs) am I right every little guy loves to go in the post and pound the glass and and I gotta say, the opposite's true. Inside every seven footer is a six footer dying to get out and handle the ball and shake and bake. And there's too many of those guys trying to be,
3: uh,
6: <laughs> yeah. Aldridge was
3: fouled there by Lowry in transition, so he'll shoot two free throws.
6: LA, as they call him, Lamarcus Aldridge. As he knocks down the first free throw. And our thoughts and prayers are in the city of LA today with wow. what
3: took place with the sad passing of Kobe Bryant. And uh, oh, i give both of these teams a lot of credit, Jones. He's so professional, they're both out here giving it their all. Aldridge makes both free throws, 26 seconds remaining. First half, Raptors lead by 15, 63-48, Red Band lead, handling the rock.
6: Front court. On the bounce, Van Vliet. On the dribble near side. Spins on Rudy Gay, drives into the lane. One hand floater, no good. Rebound Rudy Gay. Outlet to Derek White. Five seconds to go. White, pull up, three, got it at the buzzer. Derek White knocks it down at the buzzer. As San Antonio Jack creeps a little bit closer at recess. Well, you, know,
3: you always like that made shot at the end of the half, right? Give you a little momentum going in the
6: locker room. And
3: let's see which team starts better in the third quarter. But big play there to finish the quarter. And the San Antonio Spurs bench, give them credit. They turned this game around for their team. They're a plus 13 in that category. 27 of the 51 points for San Antonio have come from their bench. Raptors
6: lead by 12. 63-51. Halftime with Taddy and Lewenberg when we return. Recess here at the AT&T Center. Toronto, as Jack told you, by 12. From San Antonio, this is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto.
0: Tangerine Raptors basketball is on TSN 1050. The Raptors
6: live here. Gets it to Ananobi to all. Now back up top to Fred. Near side, left wing above the arc. To Gasol. Backdoor cut to Lowry. Lays it up and in and a foul. Marc Gasol will go down as one of the best passing big men in the game. And that was like Tom Brady couldn't have threaded that needle any better, Jack, on the old blind pig.
1: It is 63-51 for the Raptors over San Antonio at the half. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball. Jim Taddy and Josh Lewenberg with you. Just a brief analysis. On the half that we just witnessed and then we'll return to the lead story of the uh, tragic passing of Kobe Bryant and his daughter and uh, three other people in a helicopter crash earlier this morning uh, in, in this game uh, you know the the assist to bucket ratio is just phenomenal for the Raptors uh, they have what 21 assists and 23 baskets so really moving the ball well and, and we heard one of them
2: right there uh, Mark Gasol to uh, Kyle Lowry for Lowry's first and only bucket of the half Gasol hasn't scored, but he's got five assists in addition to six rebounds. Raptors really moving the ball well, and then of course the the story of the half was Pascal Siakam. 30 points is the most that a Raptors player has scored in a half this season, and the 25 points that he scored in the first quarter is the most that any Raptor has ever scored in a quarter. Some question over the last few weeks about whether or not Pascal Siakam was fully back yet. I mean, I He's healthy, but it seemed like it was taking him some time to get back into rhythm and conditioning. But he started to turn things on a little bit in the Knicks game. You could see the Pascal Siakam of old, and then certainly he was remarkable in the first half. 10 for 13 from the field, 5 for 7 from three-point range. It looks like Siakam is finally back to that player that earned himself a starting role in that all-star game next month. So we'll go with the
1: 21 assists and 23 buckets and 30 points for Pascal Siakam as the first-half stat brought to you by your Ontario Subaru dealers. Bring on winter in a Subaru. Hurry in for lease and finance rates from 0.99% at your local Ontario Subaru dealer. And so more reaction to the tragic passing of Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gigi and another parent and another, uh, I guess, a, a Gigi teammate. Uh, they were on their way to a basketball game and, of course, the pilot of the helicopter. Uh, all five uh, were tragically killed in this accident uh, earlier this morning in Calabasas, California. Reaction here from Shaq, and I'm mean, just this, this is the quote, right? Uh, there are no words to express my pain I'm going through with this tragedy of losing my niece Gigi and my brother. I love you and you will be missed. My condolences, my, my condolences go out to the Bryant family and the families of the other passengers on board. In capital letters, I am sick. Right now, Uh, Kyrie Irving uh, will miss Sunday's game against New York due to personal reasons and, of course, uh, the Nets star close with Kobe. And when we were told that as he was, uh, I guess, informed of what had happened, he just left the court, left the
2: building. And and no one can blame him. There's no blueprint to how to mourn something like this. Everyone processes tragedy in a different way. And, And we were watching the Raptors and the Spurs take the court before the game for warm-ups and the look in, in many of their eyes because, of course, Kobe Bryant meant a lot to all of them in, in completely different ways. You have a guy like DeMar DeRozan, the former Raptor, a star of the Spurs, and he, he grew up in California idolizing Kobe Bryant. He modeled his game after Kobe, and he was mentored by Kobe. So... I don't think anybody would have faulted him for doing the same thing as Kyrie, just saying, like, listen, I I can't play today. But some people, I mean, it's however. Everybody's different. However you think it's going to be easiest for you to process this kind of a tragedy. For a lot of people, and for somebody like Kobe, basketball was his escape. Basketball was his life. And basketball, in a lot of ways, I mean, DeMar has talked about it over the years with other things that he has dealt with. Other hardships and has talked about how basketball has provided him an outlet to get through a lot of those things. So for him, I'm sure being out there on the court today was was almost therapeutic. But to see him share that emotional moment on the court with former teammates, Kyle Lowry, a good friend of his and somebody who also knew Kobe well, Fred VanVleet and Norman Powell, that was it, it was touching because you can only imagine what they're going through and to, to echo a sentiment that Jack made late in the, the half of the, the broadcast here on our, our station is you got to give both of these teams a lot of credit for playing through this, for playing as hard as, as they are right now because you know it's not easy. I, I mentioned Norman Powell in talking about guys that feel felt close to Kobe. Uh, Norm, like Damar, is a guy that grew up watching Kobe, idolizing Kobe. Like Damar, in a lot of ways, modeled his game after Kobe, and then as we've talked about a lot over the last few months, he spent time with Kobe over the summer and got advice from him and and the wisdom that Kobe passed on has helped Norm take this next step in his career. So Kobe and his legacy live on here in different ways with a lot of these players, whether Kobe touched them directly or it was just the influence of his legacy. We we can see it throughout the NBA guys that um, have taken something from either watching Kobe or spending time with Kobe.
1: Yeah, and, and, you know, if you weren't with us at the start of the game, and so on the first possession, 24-second shot clock violation by the Raptors, followed by one by the Spurs in tribute to number 24, Kobe Bryant. Um, And so that is just, uh, you know, you you find ways to get through it, and and I guess, uh, I don't know, fortunate is the word, but the, the silver lining in this is for the Raptors and Spurs, there are a lot of people that know each other and have played with each other on both these rosters. They are friends. And so that was their way of moving forward. Had to play the game. How do we get this started? Well, let's pay tribute. You and then. And then the other guys, and, and then away we go.
2: It, it is nice that they're able to have each other in this moment. I mentioned Demar, and, of course, Kyle Lowry. We know that they're close friends, and, and this has got to be really hard on, on both of them. So to have each other there, Norm, to have those guys, I, I mean, this is, this is a moment where, as tragic as this is, this is one of those types of moments that brings people together, that brings the basketball community, the sports community together. We were reading tweets going into... To the broadcast and I going into the game, and I mean, Tom Brady and Wayne Gretzky, greats in in every other sport, are, are uh, affected by this, are Not expressing are actors and, and singers and entertainers, people all around the world. And, and you don't, you could be a fan, you could be somebody that's never watched a basketball game in your life, and you know who Kobe Bryant is, you're affected by this news today. Uh, the the i mean obviously a lot of people sharing their condolences but the the sentiment that the emotion that we've seen most often today is the one that we felt ourselves is just shock because you don't wake up expecting something like this to happen no one um expected this to happen it's something you, you don't have words for it's, it's it's a shocking moment and um for the NBA community to, to be able to lean on each other for the players and, and Kyle Lowry is a guy that always says the NBA community the players, it, it's a brotherhood and for them to be able to lean on each other on a day like today, as much as I, I think we all said it's going to be very tough to play we wondered if the NBA would cancel games but I think for them to be out there and being able to lean on each other and, and play basketball has been therapeutic for them today.
1: Well said, Josh. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050, tsn1050.ca.
6: Back in San Antonio, Paul Jones, Jack Armstrong. Raptors up 63-51 as they lead by 12 at half. Pascal Siakam with a 30-point half, Jack. Already, as you said, mentioned a record for points in a quarter by... A Raptor player. Kyle had the previous high of 22. Pascal at 25 in the first quarter. But this lead not as it's a little tenuous, Jack. It's not as tough or as as ingrained as we think it is. San Antonio's chipping away. Well, they won that second quarter by five. The Raptors turned the ball over
3: six times in that second quarter, leading to ten points for San Antonio. And that was a big difference. And San Antonio in that zone did a better job guarding threes. Raptors only shot two for nine from three-point range. And here we go,
6: live action, third quarter. San Antonio ball. They will move right to left for this half in the white uniforms. DeRozan near side, drives, kicks it to Forbes, three in the air, no good, rebound Toronto. Jack, just a, a footnote here on DeMar DeRozan. One of four, four points, a minus 16 in that first half. Saw his agent Aaron Goodwin at halftime i said how's our boy how's demar he said well you know i said yep demar's shoes everything was kobe as an- and an misses a deep three
5: and, uh,
6: aaron goodwin said to demar he said i i told him don't play if you don't feel like you can play then don't and demar misses a floater in the lane there so you know he's playing with a heavy heart jack there sure is but he's a pro and he prides himself on lacing him up every night Raptor ball, front court, on the bounce, Lowry backs down on Bryn Forbes and scores and runs back with his shoulders hunched in his arms. I'm telling you, Jack, inside, I know every six footer is a seven foot guy dying to get out. Uh, that was a big time move. White drive, kick to Aldridge, far side. Raptors up 65-51. And they pass it into the corner. Out of bounds though, on the, on the- Left baseline how many over. times
3: a game does that happen jack well honestly i think someday we'll see the court widened if people want to continue to shoot all these corner threes or just eliminate the corner three altogether one or the other because it's, it's just a turnover waiting to happen
6: for a lot of these teams back comes toronto with the turnover they lead by 14 65 51 siakam drives right side near wing and he's called on the offensive foul Wow, that was a bang, bang play. Could have gone either way there.
11: Yeah. Toronto,
12: a turnover for Toronto
3: and San Antonio inbound. Raptors lead by 14, 65, 51, 10, 27 remaining here. Third quarter,
6: DeMar DeRozan handling the rock on the left side. Drives near side, left wing. Euro steps into the lane and lays it home. Way too easy that time. He got by three red shirts. Don't let him get going. No, he was what killed them in the game back in Toronto, 65-53 Raptors by 12. Gasol into the corner to Ananobi on DeRozan. OG up top to Lowry, up fake, drive, off balance runner, no good. But the foul on Aldridge and Kyle going to get two free throws. Mm. Say OG
13: Ananobi. He
3: fumbled the ball and the spur bench was asking for a discontinuation, but didn't get the call.
6: Well, if he kept his feet down, Jack, it's not a trap. Yeah, that's what
3: they they were claiming he did, when in fact he
5: didn't.
3: And Lowry makes the first free throw. One more, one more. And he'll get one more free throw here with 9.56 remaining in the third quarter, and the Raptors with a 13-point lead. 66-53 66-53 and Lowry makes the second free throw. Lowry now in the afternoon with seven points,
6: three assists, four boys. 67-53, Toronto. Active on defense, DeJounte Murray drives, kicks it up top, and Obi will be there for the steal. Great defense by Toronto, collapsing, and then picking off the kick-out pass. Gasol, three, far side, no good rebound, Aldridge. all having a quiet afternoon. 0 for 4 from the field. No points. And he's not a fourth quarter scorer, Jack. Only 5% of his points scored in the fourth quarter. Siakam takes the foul. Shot fake by Derek White got him airborne and Pascal came down right on top of him. I'll tell you what, these guys, Walker,
3: Forbes, and Murray, they put tons of pressure on your defense, don't they, Jonesy? They really drive the ball aggressively. And they try to get you into the chase mode
6: with the draw and kick actions. Well, that's what they do. That's what the league is becoming, Jack, in a sense. San Antonio always played like that. The rest yep. of the re- league is caught up. Correct. The issue now is, that you said, they're the seventh best percentage team. They don't shoot a lot. Of them. They don't take the volume. And
3: different lineup here to start the third quarter. No Trey Lyles. Who only played the first six minutes, and that was it. So Greg Popovich going a little small. The group second free throw miss. Raptors lead by 13, 67, 54, 9, oh
6: 9, remaining third. Gasol, far side to Van Vliet on the bounce, straight away. Fred backs out, now works left, far side. Raptors coming left to right, into the corner, near side, Siakam three short, rebound DeRozan. DeMar brings it up near side, left wing in front of the Raptor bench. Gets to the mid-range, kicks it to Derek White, drives and is fouled in the Raptors. Kyle Lowry puts his hand up immediately, says, I'll take that foul was not in the act it was in the drive
3: 847 remaining Spurs will inbound third quarter here 14 on
6: the shot clock Derek White gets it to DeJounte Murray straight ahead drives into the lane floats it up no good standing rebound Ananobi 835 third quarter 67-54 Toronto Siakam down low on Derek White spins Kicks it to Gasol, tipped away, and here comes San Antonio. Bryn, Forbes, lays it up and in. Oh, those live ball turnovers, Jack. Raptors have given up 14 points
3: over nine turnovers. That really keyed the Spur comeback here in
6: the the second quarter. Van Vliet in the lane, lefty scoop up and in. Man, that was a tough shot. Fred makes it look easy, Jack. He's 5'10 going in there amongst big guys and he's got the funky finishes. Off balance, wrong foot, jackknife, finds a way to get it down. That was difficult. Can't believe he made that shot. Murray, three ball, got it near corner, left wing. Touched a lot of the rim, and all of a sudden, the Spurs have cut the lead to 10 at 69-59. Van Vliet, floater, no good, knocked away. Here comes San Antonio with numbers. Forbes into the corner. Murray, three, good. No. Nick Nurse wants a timeout. San Antonio's cut it to 7 at 69-62. Van Vliet, that last take was a low-percentage
3: play because LaMarcus Aldridge is an outstanding shot blocker, and that's when you get all those help helpers in the lane. Yep. you got to kick the ball back out, and the Raptors suddenly... Dealing with some adversity here with 731 remaining in the third quarter. They, tra- they lead by 7, excuse
6: me, 69-62. From the AT&T Center in San Antonio, this is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. Back in San Antonio, Paul Jones, Jack Armstrong, Ben Houck, 69-62. Suddenly, Jack... The AT&T Center is jumping a little bit with the Raptors lead sliced to 7. Raptors plus 16 in the
3: first quarter, 37-21. Since then, Jonesy, Raptors have been outscored by 11, 41-30 since the start of the second quarter. So this timeout by Nick Nurse, it's response time now for the Raptors to really get control of this game back because... The only lead San Antonio ever had was early on by two Raptors. Biggest lead was 19. You want st- the Spurs being that next team falling a timeout. You don't want to give them
6: another run here. Ananobi for the Raptors in the red moving left to right. He gets it to Van Vliet. Siakam, Ibaka, and Lowry, the other Raptors on the floor. Ananobi cutting, goes right at Derek White. No foul called. Long outlet. Bryn Forbes lays it in. Uh,
3: that's a home whistle right there because Ananobi got hacked going to the basket.
6: Five-point lead. Ibaka elbow jumper far side. No good. DeRozan with the rebound. Runs it front court. Spurs into White coming right to left. DeMar backs down on Van Lee. Gets him into the paint. Kick out. Derek White for three. Good. San Antonio has shaved the Toronto lead of 19 down to two. It's 69-67. Toronto. Van Vliet on the bounce. Gets it far side. Stutter dribble, kick to Lowry. Up fake, steps in. Right into the lane, lays it up and in. Oh, Kyle doesn't settle, Jack, and lays it home 71 67. Toronto. Hey, take the easy shot, get it to the rim, right? Beautiful move. DeRozan. Up top, drives left, near side. On the baseline against Ibaka, kick out. Bryn Forbes, wide open, three is good. Great pass that time by DeMar DeRozan, a drawn kick and
3: the Spurs suddenly on fire. Making threes, they've made 10 now
6: in the game, shooting 42% from there. Ibaka up fake, drive into the lane, floats it up, no good. Gets his rebound back and lays it in. Toronto trying to hang tough and fend off the Spurs, 73-70 Toronto, five and a half to go, third quarter. Forbes, Upvakes, steps in for three in the tie, no good. Long rebound, Ananobi. On the bounce, Siakam, kicks to Ibaka, three in the air, back rim, no good. Rebound, Derek White. Here comes San Antonio. DeRozan straight away above the arc. Kicks it near side. Murray, three in the air. Good. We're tied at 73. San Antonio shooting their way right back into us. Murray and Forbes have both made three threes. What a difference their shooting has been here in the second half. Siakam doubled. Toronto swings it around the horn. Ananobi puts it on the floor. Kick out to Lowry to Van Vliet. Back to Siakam, corner three, no good. Rebound, Ananobi. Kick out to Lowry, deep three in the air. Good, down the bottom of the well. 76-73. Jack, what patience by the Raptors. It started in the near corner, swung all the way to the far corner. Back to the near corner, they missed the shot, but they had good rebounding position. Rebounding position and threw the ball back out to the perimeter, which was huge. So wide open three for
3: Lowry, and the Raptors... Holding on for life here, 424 remaining third quarter. We got ourselves a ball game. Raptors lead by three, 76-73. The
6: joint is jumping here in San Antonio. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. Back in San Antonio. Toronto Raptors hanging on, they lead. The Spurs, 76-73 with 4.24 to go. Third quarter, but Jack, they once had a 19-point lead, and you talked about it. All of a sudden, big leads start to disappear in Toronto. Not a good thing. Well, Greg Popovich has to be happy. His second unit came in and changed this
3: game. They have 31 points. And the backcourt, Forbes, Murray, White, all those young men done a really nice job sharing the ball, getting open looks, and they've kind of cracked the code of the Toronto defense here this afternoon. Toronto's defense was great early on, and now they're in a rhythm. Raptors go zone here. Norm Powell in the
6: game in place of OG Ananobi. See if the zone does anything. DeRozan drives, lays it up, no good. Tipped by Aldrich, no good. Gets it back, and he's fouled on the ground by Van Glee is
3: unable to close that possession. DeRosa does a great job. Penetration deep. Help comes to him. Op- opens up Ananobi, excuse me, Aldridge on the weak side for the offensive rebound. Now 14 on the clock. San Antonio will inbound against
6: Toronto's zone defense. Aldridge to Murray, far side. Gets it to Mills. Corner three in the air. Good patty mills knocks it down and lowry careens over a cameraman in the far corner and is slow getting back into the play 76 apiece 350 third quarter powell on the bounce works to the far side lays it up no good ibaka follows with a stick back jam he takes the loose change and rams it back in the machine well powell's aggressive take created the opportunity on a glass for ibaka Aldridge came over to help on that. Throws far side, on the bounce, kicks it up top, Dejounte Murray, drives into the lane, floats it up, no good. Good resistance by Ibaka. The Raptors get the ball. Siakam brings it back, misses the layup, gets the rebound, and lays it back up and in. <laughs> That's how to pad your stats, miss your shot. Get your own rebound and put it back in. That's a uh,
3: Moses Malone special, <laughs> isn't it, Jaco? Yep. I think of that every time. Fo, fo,
6: fo. Lonnie Walker up top. Spurs into white, moving right to left. Gets it to Murray. On the drive, into the lane. Kicks out, knocked away, stolen by Van Vliet, who's fouled by DeRozan. A great help that time by Kyle Lowry on the drive, and then Fire Van
5: Vliet... First.
3: Come up with the steal. Good defense that time by Toronto. Substitutions now for Toronto. Siakam checks out, as well as Fred Van Vliet. Terrence Davis and Marcus Gasol in. So Davis, Gasol, Lowry, Abaka, and
6: Powell for Toronto. Let's see what the Raptors can do. They've got a four-point lead at 80-76. 2.34 third quarter. Powell. Kicks it to Lowry. Lowry near side on Rudy Gay. Drives left. Gets into the lane. Floats it up. No good. Kirtle was there. Lowry goes down hard and is still lying on his side. Ibaka as he helps Lowry up saying to Pat Frayer, my guy got clubbed in the side of the head. What are you guys doing? And it'll be San Antonio ball.
3: Nick Nurse working the official Kevin Cutler. Not happy with that play
6: whatsoever. Raptors go back in the zone. Walker, three ball near side. Good. Lonnie Walker, the fourth, knocks it down. 80 79 Toronto, 2.05 to go, third quarter powell back quickly lays it up and in he's had a quiet afternoon so far he's only two for six with four points got to get him going yeah the spurs bench has done a good job today for them walker elbow jumper no good rebound terrence davis davis gasol lowry ibaka and powell for the red-shirted raptors moving left to right lowry deep three no good rebound walker minute and a half to go third quarter walker hustles it up court They find Bellinelli, open for a three, good. 82 apiece. Here come the Raptors front court. Minute 20 to go. Ibaka down low on Rudy Gay. Backs into the lane, kick out Davis. Swing it to Powell, up fake, escape, dribble. Three in the air, no good, rebound, Hurdle. San Antonio looking for the lead. Bellinelli three up top no good but he's fouled. And Terrence Davis has fouled
3: two jump shooters today. No, no,
4: no,
5: zero, is That's another and one forward.
3: and Bellinelli fouled and Kevin Cutler happened right in front of him and Nick Nurse looking at his bench no, saying no, should no, I challenge this? Instead that won't be the case but Terrence Davis has had two big fouls today on jump shooters. For Cardinal Rule, Jack, don't foul a jump shooter. And this San Antonio bench has been great today. 41 points to only 20 from Toronto's bench. And that's been the story. They've come in. They have completely outplayed the Raptors in the second and third quarter collectively. Bellinelli makes two free throws. He's got one more. Now suddenly the Raptors, after having a 19-point lead, are down two with a minute to go here in the third quarter and momentum has swung dramatically in these two middle quarters. But as we know, it's a fourth quarter game many nights in the NBA. Bellinelli makes all three, wrapped his
6: trail by three. First lead since 8-6 for San Antonio, 85-82, as Jack told you. Well, Jones, you, you and
3: I said this in the pregame, this would be the toughest game to win in this stretch. Yep. Uh, you know, even though San Antonio is four games under 500 and the ninth seed in the west there's that residue of winning here they have a lot of good players and they're well coached
6: and their defense is really picked up here in the second half powell drives Purtle swallows it up the block here comes san antonio walker goes airborne knocked away by terrence davis picks it up and gets it to lowry front court 35 seconds third quarter lowry drives gets into the lane and floats it in man he just leaned on lonnie walker and powered him to the basket raptors down one 85-84 san antonio patty mills front court on the bounce against lowry turns his back to him shot clock at 10 game clock at 19. rudy gay drives fall away jumper no good rebound Saul outlet Terrence Davis 10 seconds to go Davis into the corner to Powell drive underneath Ibaka fakes and then jams it down Toronto up 86-85 5 seconds 3rd quarter Patty Mills shakes lobs to Pertow floats it up no good at the buzzer Raptors have a 1 point lead going to the 4th quarter right, Raptors, they do
3: that well Jonesy they counterpunch don't they And uh, three quarters done. Toronto holding on to a one-point lead here.
6: 86-85, fourth quarter coming up. One lap of the track to go from the AT&T Center in San Antonio. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. Back in San Antonio, 86-85. Toronto by one. Thanks for listening in, wherever you might be across the world. As the Raptors lead this by one, 86-85, the basketball world and the world in general stunned by the tragic death of Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and three other passengers in a helicopter crash earlier today. We soldier forward, though, with the fourth quarter and the last lap of the track. Ibaka drives far side into the lane. Jump hook, no good. Rebound to Pirtle. No foul on that play. Pirtle hacked him. Pirtle in the lane. Lays it up and in. Van Vliet on the
3: drive. Raptors gave up back-to-back 30-point quarters, Jonesy. 30 in the second,
6: 34 in the third. Ibaka into the corner to Terrence Davis. Three ball in the air after jab step, no good. Rebound, here comes San Antonio with an 87-86 lead. Bellinelli, three, good. Suddenly the Mathis can't make a three.
3: San Antonio's outshot them 50% to
6: 33%. That's changed this game around. The Raptors trail by four now. Ibaka, far side. Backs in on Rudy Gay. Into the lane. Kicks it out to Davis. Three ball near side. Good. Terrence Davis drops it in the bottom of the well. He's a confident young man, and he's got nine points this afternoon. 90-89. Raptors... Down one, Rudy Gay drives, off balance, runner no good, rebound Marcus All. Front court, Powell. Powell, Ibaka, Van Vliet, Gasol, and Davis. In the lane, Powell drives, blocked by Pirtle. Here comes Patty Mills. Finds Pirtle, and it's knocked away by Toronto, so the Raptors. Ibaka lack of Pirtle's
3: made some nice plays at the rim. We know, Jonesy, how athletic he is. Get those quick feet. He gets the plays.
6: Rapid fire action. Rudy Gay inbound. Gets it to Perto. Hands it to Bellinelli. Into the corner. Rudy Gay drives baseline. Far side, lays it up and in. That's a tough take by Rudy Gay. Say what the Spurs are just playing at a quicker, harder pace than Toronto right now. Toronto's kind
3: of let up a little bit here. Look a little tired. Pick it up here. Yep.
6: Find some energy. Gasol to Van Vliet. Deep three, no good. Rebound San Antonio. Here comes Mills. Three, no good straight away. Boy, it looked like it was no good. And it drops down through from our angle up here. It's an amazing three-point barrage by the Spurs. 95-89. Van Vliet, three, no good. Rebound, Kirtle. Bellinelli, front court. San Antonio has really come back, Jack, as you said, on the strength of the three ball. Mills, straight away, into the corner. Bellinelli. And they've got... A foul on Norman Powell away from the ball on the near side. Well, San Antonio's made 16 threes. They're shooting
3: 52% from behind the arc. And the Raptors have just gone ice cold from three-point range. Van Vliet had two wide-open looks from the left side from three, couldn't make them. And after a 25-point quarter, See, Ockham back in the game. He's only had seven since then.
6: Their defense, San Antonio's defense, has been really good, Joan. Well, they were doubling him, Jack, and taking it out of his hands on occasion, so we'll see what happens coming home. Pirtle in the lane, floats it up and in. 97-89, biggest lead of the game for the Spurs, Jack. They are shredding Toronto's defense right now. Just quicker to the punch. Raptors got to get back on their feet. Van Vliet in the lane to Gasol who jams it down and a foul on Bellinelli trying to help on the weak side. Toronto momentarily, Jack, applies a tourniquet and stops some of the bleeding. Gasol will go to the line for one free throw. Nice
3: pass that time by Fred Van Vliet. The first basket of the game for Marc Gasol. He's got five assists, nine boards. And now he'll shoot a free throw at 8.38 remaining the Raptors trail by 6 97-91 makes the free throw Raptors trail by 5 here
5: plenty of
6: time 8.36 to go yep but you gotta play Bellinelli 3 up top no good long rebound Van Vliet runs it up the middle of the court to Siakam kick back to Van Vliet to Powell swing to Gasol up fake drive and Rudy Gay grabs him on the closeout that'll send it to Toronto and they'll inbound far side left wing 17 seconds on the shot clock checks in the game now
3: replacing Walker
6: Van Vliet to inbound Gasol, far block, backs in on Pirtle, Gets into the lane, fall away, jumper, good, got the roll. He wanted that. He, he, he went after Pirtle that time in the left post. Raptors now have it down to three, 97-94, 803 remaining. And then Rudy Gay not looking for the pass, it literally hits him in the backside. Back comes Toronto. Van Vliet, drive, kick out to Gasol, three for the tie, good, down the bottom of the well for Mark Gasol, game tied at 97. It's an 8-0 run for Toronto, as they were trailing 97-89. New game, Jack, with 7:52 to play. 8-0 run for Marcus Gasol, quite frankly, for the Raptors,
3: and 7:52 remaining, fourth quarter. We got ourselves a tie ball game, seesaw
6: battle now. Let's come back to the at and Center in San Antonio after these messages. You're listening to Tangerine Raptors Basketball. On TSN 1050 Toronto. Back in San Antonio, Paul Jones, Jack Armstrong, Ben Houck. And uh, it's as hot as the weather outside right now. Jacko Raptors were up 19. San Antonio ran them down, took an eight-point lead. And Mark Gasol has, as you said, erased that himself from the 8.38 mark to the 7.54 mark. In that time span, Gasol has scored eight straight to tie the game at 97. We got ourselves quite a ball game
3: here on a Sunday afternoon in San Antonio, five o'clock Central Time. And this crowd now into it after a quiet crowd here in the first half.
6: San Antonio ball in the white coming front court from right to left. Forbes floats it up under duress no good rebound Toronto seven and a half to go here comes Siakam out there with Gasol Ibaka Van Vliet and Powell Gasol three up top no good a lot of ball movement there but Mark had scored eight in a row Jack so I guess he lived with it Derek White to Aldridge back to White get it to Forbes down low to Aldridge against Siakam Backs him in, gonna turn to that right shoulder, the jumper in the air, no good. Here comes Siakam, on the drive, kick out to Ibaka. Into the corner to Powell, three for the lead, good. Rattle it down, in the bottom of the well for Norman Powell, Raptors up 100 to 97. Front court, here comes San Antonio. They haven't put the points up on the board yet for Toronto forbes up top to white three in the air short rebound out of bounds and fred van vliet is looking at the scoreboard saying hey man give me my points huh. he's right it's 197 jack we got it up man yep we've been on the road in some funky juice. atlanta well, a few times in atlanta coaching in high school and university yeah. it's like all of a sudden there's fouls coming out of nowhere points missing well, off the board but We've had it with the Raptors in yes. Atlanta, right? Good times that. So here comes Toronto with a three-point lead. Gasol down low, left side, far wing. Squares on Aldridge. Drive, kick out to Van Vliet. Shot clock at eight. Van Vliet works left, back to the right, into the lane to Powell. Drives, floats it up, blocked. Rebound Ibaka back up, no good. Rebound to DeRozan. Here comes Derek White, front court, on the hustle. In the Brink Forbes, far corner, finds Aldridge, knocked away. White gets it back, drives into the lane, knocked away. Van Vliet saves it to Ibaka. Now to Siakam. Front court, Pascal, drive, floated up, no good. Rebound Siakam, puts it up, and is fouled underneath. Pascal working hard for the money. The Raptors up three, and he'll get free throws. He Man, he took that ball really hard to the basket
3: and wanted that so bad. Great effort, second, third effort by Pascal Siakam, and he'll earn two free throws. He's got 32 points, 11 of 18 today, 5 of 9 from three, 5 of 7 from the free throw line, 8 rebounds as well as he shoots two here with 5.50 remaining. The Raptors... With a three-point lead,
6: 100-97. Free throw, no good from Siakam. Three-point lead for Toronto, 5.50 to go.
3: Serge Ibaka checks out. Kyle Lowry checks in now. So it's going to be Lowry, Van Bleek, Powell, Siakam, and Marcus Soul.
6: Pascal on the line dips, fires, knocks it down. Big night for P Skills. Big afternoon, big evening. He's got 33, but the Raptors are hanging on. They lead 101-97-540. Fourth quarter. White in the lane, kick out pass goes right to Norm Powell. Front court, Van Vliet on the dribble, near side, right wing. Against Forbes, now takes it out on the bounce. Gets it to Lowry straight away, back to Van Vliet. Right side, off center, near wing, above the arc, drives down to the baseline. Kicks to Siakam, free in the air, no good, rebound, Lamarcus Aldridge. Murray drives, pull up jumper, no good, rebound knocked away, right back to DeJounte Murray. Forbes, three, no good. Long rebound, Van Vliet. Here comes Toronto front court. Siakam with a jam as he runs the floor. Jack, that's his bread and butter, and he got the dunk. Oh, my goodness. What a great pass by Fred Van Vliet and a big-time finish by Siakam at the rim. 103-97 Toronto. White jumper, no good. Rebound knocked away. A ball on the ground. Toronto has it. Marcus, soul. that old man's strength, winning that loose ball. Front court, Siakam to Van Vliet. Raptors with a 103-97 lead. 4.24 to go. We're in the stretch. Siakam backs down, spins to the baseline, lays it up. No good. Rebound knocked away. Derek White saves it, and Toronto has it. Lowry and... The shot clock at 14. It should be a full. Uh, should be a yeah, full 24. I thought so. 22. Yep. Yep. And there's going to be a timeout
3: on the floor, so they'll have an opportunity to talk it over here. With 4:09 remaining, the Raptors will have the inbound. Will inbound the ball on the left side at their basket 409 remaining the Raptors lead by six here in the fourth
6: quarter 103 well, 97 we're in the stretch and you're listening to tangerine Raptors basketball from the at and t center in San Antonio on TSN 1050 Toronto back in San Antonio 409 to go 103 97 the Toronto Raptors trying to win in San Antonio for the first time since December of 2007 when the heroes were the likes of Andrea Bargnani, Jose Calderon, Chris Bosch in the throes of a five for 16 game sat in the fourth quarter and Jason Capono led the way to a victory. Well, the Raptors would love to duplicate that right here,
3: 13 years later. January 26, 2020, and get a W here.
5: None of these players
3: here with the Raptors have won in the Raptor uniform, obviously, in this building. The longest losing streak
6: to a team. The next longest losing streak is two. Siakam in the lane, floats it up, no good, knocked away, Gasol gets it, kick out, Bentley, three, no good, rebound, knocked away. And it's gonna be San Antonio ball. Tell you what, Fred Van Vliet's had three
3: wide open looks on the left side today from three, and hasn't made any, which is unusual for him. He's only two for eight today, from
6: three point range. Here comes San Antonio. That would have been a dagger shot. Raptors into man-to-man. Aldridge to murray swing up top Derek white three wide open rebound gasol raptors jack didn't look connected defensively there was some communication breakdown they caught a break they give up a wide open shot but it didn't hurt them lowry step back three near side no good rebound Derek white down the stretch we come 318 to go in the game 103 97 toronto White to a cutting to Rosen. Back door, puts it up. No good. Lots of contact. And DeMar will go to the line for two.
3: Rosen on the day. Six points, seven assists, six rebounds.
5: And
6: a nice back cut that time by him. and drive to the basket. San Antonio. Right now sitting out of the playoff race. DeRozan knocks down the first free
3: throw. Yeah, right now the Memphis Grizzlies occupy that last position. spot. And that young man, John Morant, has made quite an impact on their team. And they've been a fun team to watch, winning some big games. And DeRozan will shoot another free throw here with 3.08 remaining. Fourth quarter, Raptors holding on to a five-point lead here. 103-98. Make that
6: 103.99, a four-point lead for Toronto. Here comes the red-vested Raptors, front court left to right. Lowry, Siakam, Gasol, Van Vliet, and Powell. Under three minutes, Siakam on the big. Spurs logo at center. Works near side to Lowry, far side, into the near corner to Gasol. Back to Lowry on DeRozan, shakes him, drives. Reverse layup, up and in. What a move by Kyle. Playing the city game, Jack. <laughs> Not settling for a jump shot. Drive it to the goal. <laughs> Clutch, wasn't that? DeRozan up fake. Got Powell in the air. And he's fouled. And he's talking to himself. Well, Norman said, I saw that thing at practice for four years. Yep.
7: Yeah. So DeRozan,
6: as Nick Nurse talked about in the pregame, Jack, he gets going downhill. He scores at the rim. He gets and ones, and then he gets that pump fake going
13: to get free throws. So when he gets
6: cooking, he's tough to stop. Yeah, he sure
3: is, and he's a professional scorer. He knows how to do it. He's been doing it his whole career. He's had a wonderful career, and he'll get another free throw here with 2.36 remaining. Makes the second free throw. Raptors lead by four, 105-101.
6: Here comes Lowry, front court. Spurs going zone here, Jonesy. Powell, far side, left wing above the arc. Kicks it to Lowry, near side. Drives into the teeth of the zone. Kicks it out to Siakam. Shot clock at eight. Pascal drive to Lowry. Drives near side. Pass knocked away, and they got a kick ball. Lowry. Ooh, that was a dangerous kick little ball. pocket pass he threw there. Flailing the arms. Wanting the kick ball call, and finally got it. As the Raptors. With 2.16 to go, we'll have 14 on the shot clock, inbounding right side near wing. Gasol takes the inbound. Kicks it to Van Vliet, up top. San Antonio still in the zone. Raptors hit to Siakam. Drives far side, left wing. Derek White tried to cut him off and takes a blocking foul. 14th oh foul on San Antonio, 2.08 remaining.
3: Raptors will inbound the ball on the left side. Jonesy with 14 on the shot clock. Next foul is a bonus for Toronto. Raptors have three team fouls.
6: Lowry holding it over his head, gets it to Gasol. Now to Van Vliet, near side, right wing in front of the Spurs bench above the arc. Squares up DeRozan, gets it to Lowry. Kyle to Gasol, free ball, far side, no good. Rebound, Norman Powell from the weak side comes flying in to give Toronto an extra possession. Lowry on the bounce against DeRozan. Step back, three short, long rebound, Patty Mills. DeRozan front court to Mills, drives near side all the way to the hoop, lay it up, no good, rebound knocked away. And whose ball is it? They say San
3: Antonio ball. 14 on the clock. No home run balls here right now. That's big. Defend that three. Make them take all contested shots. Good communication
6: on screens here now. DeRozan on the inbound. The left hand floater is up and in. He's gotten the
3: best of Norm Powell on these last few possessions.
6: Big trip here, Jonesy. Raptors trying to snap a streak of 10 straight losses in San Antonio. Siakam, three near side, no good. Rebound, Aldridge. San Antonio looking for the tie or the lead with the three. DeRozan straight away on Van Vleet, Fall away, jumper, good. Timeout, Nick Nurse. Jack DeMar was not passing that. He took Fred right into the lane at the nail and turned and shot it over him like he was a chair well he's
3: finishing strong and you mentioned once he gets on a roll he's a tough guy to stop and raptors shot selection down the stretch here hasn't been great they've settled for a lot of just jump shots with no real opportunities at the rim the last few trips 105 ball, tie ball game a minute left fourth quarter
6: it's where you make your money jack if you're the raptors as the joint is rocking here in San Antonio. Toronto will have the ball. They'll bring it front court. Nurse working on the grease board. And we talked about DeRozan. Saw his agent, Aaron Goodwin, at halftime. He said he told DeMar, you don't have to play if you don't want to. With the announcement of Kobe's death, as close as they were. Kobe was his mentor. DeMar wears the Kobe shoes. He goes to the Kobe camp every year. And after only six points through three quarters, his professionalism has kicked in as he's got eight in this final period, and the meter's still running. Yeah, he sure come on here late. And
3: just to update you now, the Raptors have one timeout left, the Spurs with two. Raptors have a foul to give. The
6: Spurs do not. Front court. Here comes Toronto. Siakam. Straight away guarded by Derek White. On the bounce. Siakam gets a switch. On DeRozan. Spins. Kick out. Van Vliet. Three. Good. Down the bottom of the well. First steady, Freddie Van Vliet. Raptors up 108-105. He missed three. St- Straight shots from that same spot. The fourth one he makes. He measured it. Lonnie Walker drives, tries to dunk on Siakam. No good, but the foul on Pascal. And Lonnie Walker will go to the line for two free throws. How about Lonnie Walker? That
3: guy's got major ups. He was leaving no doubt that he was going to the basket with
6: force. He'll shoot two free throws. 108-105 Toronto, 35.2 seconds to go in this ballgame. Free throw no good from the University of Miami Hurricane. He'll toe the line for one more, one dribble, and knocks it down, so it's 108-106 Toronto. 35.2 to go. Siakam gets it over the midcourt line with a right-hand dribble. Knee high. Leans over. Works left. Far side. Kick out. Van Vliet. Another three. No good. Rebound by DeJounte Murray. Lowry knocked it away from him. It hit Murray and went out of bounds. Toronto basketball. How about that for...
3: And the Raptors had a foul to give, so he could be aggressive trying to break the play up. And what an amazing play by Kyle Lowry. Get the ball inbounded quick, so before there's any review action. Everybody wants a challenge. And Lowry's going to take the timeout. That's the last timeout for Toronto.
5: Well,
3: this is such a critical inbound right now because... You know, they're trying to get you on the five count. They're going to switch all screens. To, and you got to be able to get through, get a two-hand catch and hold because you're likely going to be fouled here
6: yeah, so they are going to try to lengthen the game and play two for one. Don't, don't look for that call to bail you out either, Jack. Be strong with the ball. Well, that's you what I'm saying. saying.
3: Two-hand catch, you know, be real strong with it. And now the Toronto Raptors... We'll talk it over, and Greg Popovich and his staff will go through exactly what they're going to do next here in terms of the getting the ball inbounded. And remember, they don't have a timeout left. So that's
6: a lot of pressure now on the guy yeah. inbounding the ball, Jonesy. And, and as you said, Jack, hard cuts, hard screens yep. come to the ball with conviction and squeeze it like it's your last dollar. 18 and a half seconds to go. Raptors leading 108-106. Red-shirted Raptors take the floor. Lowry will inbound. Siakam, Van Bleek, Gasol, and Powell also out there for the Raptors. Front court, here comes Toronto. Lowry to inbound. Gets it to Van Vliet underneath. They chase him. And Fred is fouled. He was right under the basket. Dribbled it out. And Jack, somebody's got to talk to him as the guys were coming up behind him. Get the ball in front of you. Don't let yeah. you leave it exposed on the side. Keep it inside the plane of your body. You yeah. got it, Jack. So Van Vliet will go to the line. 15.9 to go in the game. First free throw up and down for Freddie.
7: Serge Ibaka, Ibaka checking in for
6: Marcus soul here. Want a little bit more mobility. 109-106 Toronto. Van Vliet on the line. Second free throw good. Freddie clutching them. Four-point game. 110-106 Toronto. Greg Popovich... Wants a timeout. Well he's got two timeouts remaining, and the Raptors showed a little pressure in the backcourt. So obviously
3: he wants to use the timeout to advance the ball. And that will at least buy him some time there. They do have a timeout remaining. And neither team with a foul to give. Spurs will inbound the ball in the front court, and the Raptors trying to hold on here. 15.9 seconds remaining, fourth quarter. And they lead by four,
6: 110-106. Toronto trying to hang on. They built a 19-point lead and frittered it away to the point where San Antonio, led by eight, Mark Gasol on a personal 8-0 run, tied the game. And we've been punch for punch coming home ever since. 110, 106, as Jack told you. 15.9 seconds to go. Toronto with the lead, but San Antonio owns the pumpkin. Yeah, no Raptors right now,
3: trying to hold on for dear life here. And the big thing in this possession, Jonesy, don't give up a three, right? Because that that you know then then they can foul and they still have an opportunity to tie. Or if you miss a free throw, do a good job. No fouls, give through screens, and
6: contest shots. Mills inbound to Bellinelli. To DeRozan, far side. Against Powell, kick to Bellinelli. Three in the air, no good. Rebound Mills to Bellinelli. Another three, no good. Rebound Ibaka. Outlet to Lowry. They can't catch him, and the Raptors are going to win it. The sorted streak is over for the first time since... December 28th of 2007 and 10 losses in a row the Toronto Raptors have won in San Antonio it's a final at the AT&T Center Toronto 110 San Antonio 106 that's seven wins in a row for the Toronto Raptors well
3: and the Raptors I'm not sure if many people know this compared to last season to now they're only one game off of where they were a year ago. Without Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green, and obviously I may, wanted to mention that because obviously those two guys came over from San Antonio to the Raptors last year and helped the Raptors win a championship. And here's this team right back in the same position they were a year ago without two good players and obviously all the injuries they had to deal with. They fought through adversity today, give the Spurs a lot of credit. They battled back, but the Raptors
6: found a way to win it. So it's the seventh straight win on the road. And it's the seventh straight win overall, matching a season high. It's home for Atlanta and the return of Vince Carter on Tuesday night. We will not have a guest. We were informed by Raptors' media relations with the circumstances. Difficult to encapsulate everything that's going on. A very, very tough day for all of us in the sporting world. But Toronto gets the win, and there will be time for and of reflection as we get on the flight and head home to Toronto. Well, Jonesy, obviously our thoughts and prayers are with the
3: Bryant family as well as the other families involved in that helicopter crash in Los Angeles and And then from a game perspective, again, I wanna give credit to both of these teams. So professional, they fought their tails off and gave uh, the fans here a great great effort today. And the Raptors find a way to pull it out and uh, outstanding road win for the Raptors. And Raptors move their record now on the season to 32 and 14. And Jonesy, they have the fourth best road record in the NBA which I think is always a sign of a yes. team that, that really can contend come springtime. And, again, they're only one game off of where they were a year ago. So a lot of positives from that Raptor team and uh, on, a, on a day with a lot of mixed emotions.
6: Well, Jacko, you know, you, you, you put it very succinctly and very well. It, it is a tough day, a lot of mixed emotions. And you look at this Raptor team having won seven in a row now season high seven as you pointed out the road record one of the best in the nba they've won seven in a row on the road and there are a lot of people sleeping on this group at the start of the year and they are playing with that collective chip on their shoulder yep
3: no this was uh they're going to be a tough out jack yeah they will be and uh let's hope ronde hollis jefferson nothing too serious with that ankle injury and They had to play a little bit shorthanded there in the second half in terms of their front court, but found a way. And, again, a tremendous road win for the Raptors and back home for one game to play Atlanta. As you mentioned, Vince Carter, then back on the road again. Crazy schedule
6: at Cleveland, at Detroit. So Toronto gets the win, and we thank you for joining us wherever you might have been, along the network, around the world, as the Raptors defeat the san antonio spurs 110-106. The 10-game road losing streak in the Lone Star State in San Antonio is done. Toronto gets the win. For Ben Houck and Jack Armstrong here at the AT&T Center. We say thank you for listening. This has been Tangerine Raptors Basketball on TSN 1050 Toronto. Good night from San Antonio.
0: This is Raptors Game Night on TSN 1050. The Raptors live here.
6: To Bellinelli, another three, no good. Rebound Ibaka, outlet to Lowry. They can't catch him, and the Raptors are going to win it. The sorted streak is over for the first time since December 28th of 2007. And ten losses in a row. The Toronto Raptors have won in San Antonio. It's a final at the AT&T Center. Toronto 110, San Antonio 106. That's 7 wins in a row for the Toronto Raptors.
1: And that's the final call from Paul Jones. 110-106, the final score. Jim Taddy with you on the post-game show. Uh, We'll go over the Raptors' victory, uh, spend brief moments in that, and then spend a lot of the next hour going over the tragic death of Kobe Bryant and his daughter in a helicopter crash earlier today in Calabasas. California. That story has changed uh, ever so slightly in the last uh, half hour or so. And we'll do a chronological piece for you to have a lot of tributes uh, to one heck of a basketball player, just a tragic ending, to say the very least. Uh, So in this game this afternoon, the Raptors uh, had control of it, and then suddenly the Spurs in the second and third quarter chipped away at that Raptors defense. The the Raptors had to, I'm not going to say hang on to win, but they had to scrap, and as Paul Jones said, seven wins. Player of the game is brought to you by 241 pizza get a large three topping pizza with their deep cheesy garlic loaf for 19.99 call 2410241 and we're going to go with Pascal Siakam who was a going concern right from the start he had 25 points in the first quarter wound up with 35 so in 37 minutes of action 12 for 23 5 of 11 from the outside 6 of 9 from the stripe he had two offensive rebounds six defensive for eight in total three assists a steal He was plus 15 in the game and and 35 points, and a major reason why the Raptors have won seven straight. Kind of a different game for the Raptors. They had a 37-21 lead after a quarter. And so over the last three or four games, haven't started well in the first quarter and came up with a solution. This game was uh, slightly different, but it was played in an altered state. And and so just to to sort of recap, uh, this is the day, really, as it happened. At about 2.50 this afternoon, uh, there was a report. I think the original tweet was from TMZ that there was a helicopter helicopter crash, and Kobe Bryant could have been on the helicopter. As the minutes ticked away about 20 minutes later, sources confirming that he was on, and as we launched our pregame show, that's what we were going with. There were reports there were five people on that helicopter, including uh, the pilot's and no survivors. The LA County Sheriff's Office confirmed right away no survivors and as we got real close to game time about maybe five minutes from the tip off it was reported by all the major American uh, news agencies with uh, sources confirming that Gigi, uh, Kobe's daughter was also on that helicopter still going with five. Uh, The LA County Sheriff's Office had a press conference about 40-45 minutes ago confirming there are in fact nine. People on that copter, and all of them uh, passed away or were killed in that crash. Uh, no survivors is what they said, but they have not released the identity. But all the news agencies using sources have confirmed Kobe and his daughter Gigi. Are among those casualties on that uh, copter crash, and so that's where we stand. Uh are pl- plenty of tributes. There were tributes coming in all day. Uh, you're going to see them on Sports Center tonight. Uh, you know, one of the more remarkable ones is LeBron James getting off the plane from Philadelphia, where he passed Kobe last night, number three in the all-time NBA scoring list. Received a tweet from Kobe congratulating him, and you see him on the the tarmac, just in tears, as somebody has told him what has happened, and and so that's what we're going to spend a lot of the next. Bit on remembering and just getting a, a slice of the guy uh, that really changed basketball. I, I, it's the it's the best way to describe that. Let's bring in our good friend Dwayne Watson. Dwayne, welcome.
9: Hey, Jim. you doing, Man.
1: Uh, well, it's, it's one of those days, but if, yeah, and, and, and I should have pointed out earlier that you know the the class of the Raptors and the Spurs. This game started today with the Raptors uh, getting the possession off the tip in a 24-second shot clock violation. And then the Spurs did the same thing in tribute to Colby. And I, I thought that, you know, if, you're, if you have to play, if you have to move forward inch by inch, that, that was a really good start.
9: Like, I wholly agree with you. I think, you know, these circumstances are always tough for, you know, for, you know, for fans or people who cover sports experience, but if, you know, you're a player who's competed against a guy like Kobe or been inspired by the guy like Kobe and you're forced to go ahead and do your job, I thought that was a really touching and a really great way to kind of pay tribute to, to him and his legacy with that 242nd shot shock-off violation. But, I mean, it's surreal, Jim. I mean, I heard, and I was kind of like, what? But, I, you know, TMZ team, he tends to get these things right, so I kind of gave it a lot of credence. And, you know, to think, I, I was talking to a friend today, and I kind of equate this to, like, for sports, this is like the Lady die moment when Lady Di passed. Right? Like I think with Kobe Bryant, while he was retired, I mean, he had a 20-year career. And, you know, we called it his last game in Toronto. Even in his last season, he still had it. And I think that's the thing. He never really had a lot of drop-offs. And even after the game, he was still very close to the game. He was still, you know, coaching players, uh, being a mentor to a lot of players, and even sitting courtside. So he was still very much in the in the basketball sphere. It wasn't like he went away. So I think... You know, a player of his caliber, his stature, his reputation, what he's done for the game. I think that's, that's what makes it even tougher to bear.
1: Well, I, I said something earlier with Josh and we were talking about uh, Kobe. and uh, You know, in, in terms of the basketball player, you know, uh, you, you cover basketball very well, and, and you've done it for a number of, of years, a long time, so you'd have perspective on this. You see good players all the time. You see great players, and then every once in a while... Uh, somebody will come along that seems to travel above the game uh, is an inspiration to a lot of people, and somehow that individual pulls the game to the next level. And that would be my description of Colby. Would you agree?
9: Yeah, I definitely I would agree with you on that. I definitely think, you know, we obviously, there's always the argument of who's the greatest of all time, and, and Michael Jordan still holds that title. But I think if you look at any player who embodied what Michael did in terms of, you know, his attention to detail, his commitment to winning, expectation to come, to compete from himself and from teammates and wanting to play and shine in those clutch moments, Kobe really embodied that. And, I mean, I think, you know, you could talk about how he was a teammate and whatnot, but he embodied a lot of the things that, that Jordan had and that he wanted a player. And I think, you know, his desire to win and his drive to win and his drive to compete uh, and his respect for the game, all those things you don't find in a lot of players. And You talk about good players and great players, and Kobe had a lot of that. And I think, you know, win or lose, fudge time, Kobe wanted that ball, he wanted to make something happen, he wanted to create it. I think that's the kind of thing you talked about, who players, some players sour from those moments, Kobe always embraced those moments. Uh,
1: you know, I, I guess one of the uh, the sad realizations is is that you, you know, when you, you describe Kobe as a ball player and how relentless he was, his thought process was really unique and how he would attack things, and, and I think we were all waiting to see you know, how he was going to move forward with his life and, and what those theories were going to turn into as, as a retired basketball player because he was such a smart guy.
9: Yeah, and I think the thing is that's almost the best part for me because, you know, 90% of the time I'm I pitching Kobe on the court, he's got a scowl, he's intense, but, you know, in life after basketball, he really, I'm not saying he didn't embrace fatherhood when he was playing, but you got a chance to see that because that became his full-time job he was a dad and he was, you know, he had his daughters and, you know, how many games would you see him sitting sidelines with, with Gianna at a game and, you know, half and with his daughter. And I think that's the best thing because you saw the human side of him, right? Mm-hmm. And he still, you know, was coaching her teams and whatnot. So I think, you know, he made that adjustment where he was happy being a father and that's why it's also more tragic that, you know, they were on their way to her game and she tried to get past this helicopter along with the other people. And, you know, he was still teaching and coaching the game and sharing with his daughter.
1: Yeah, it's just uh, it leaves you uh, speechless. Really, I mean, there yeah. are there are nine people that that die in, in that copter crash and. One of them is uh, obviously the pilot, and, and and I don't know what the collection of uh, you know parents and, and kids were on that plane, but I, we were originally reported that there was at least another parent and another teammate of, of Gigi's on that team, and uh, you would you you know you could go down the road there maybe there were more. We don't know because the L.A. County Sheriff's Office hasn't confirmed anything that way. But uh, just a, an absolute tragedy, and, and and it was kind of I mean not that not that any of these things make sense, but this happens. Uh, I want to say an hour before a game tips off in Denver, and about maybe uh, maybe just less than an hour before a game tips off in San Antonio, and everybody's left with what do we do?
9: Well, yeah, and I mean you touched on LeBron, you know, before you brought me on, and yeah. you know I saw LeBron talking after the game when he passed Kobe uh, to make third all time scoring, and you know obviously in Philadelphia where Kobe's from, and LeBron met Kobe in Philadelphia for the first time when the All Star game, and Kobe gave LeBron his shoes. So, there's all this full circle stuff. And then, you know, the day after, and of course, the last tweet that you mentioned that Kobe made, to look, LeBron was the last tweet that Kobe did. So, <laughs> you know, it really affects the basketball world. I mean, he's inspired, like, this generation, he is their Michael Jordan. Yep. Like, there's kids who, there's people who have only known the NBA with Kobe in it. So, mm-hmm. you know, we've seen Jordan, of course, and we've seen what Kobe has done. But, you know, that's what makes it even more significant. and all His staying power in, in, in that.
1: And again, you know, it's it's just the way it played out. But the yeah. Raptors and Spurs, and, and, you know, there were a lot of guys that have played for both organizations, and, and they know, like, there's a lot of known people on both rosters, and the way they started that game, I thought, was the, the ultimate tribute.
9: Oh, agreed. I mean, I actually almost thought, I know Pascal, I think, had 24 points in the f- first quarter. I thought, wow, wouldn't it be fitting if Pascal scored 81 points tonight <laughs> in, in honor of Kobe? But you're right, I mean, Kyle Lowry is a Philadelphia guy knows was Kobe, and Norm Powell has been wearing Kobe since he's been in the league. And, of course, DeMar is, like, the main guy in the Kobe line, so he's very close to Kobe. So you see, you know, the reach of him as a player. And, of course, the Spurs have had countless battles with Kobe Bryant uh, as an organization, as a city, and a franchise. And, I mean, his reach on the game of basketball is, is so deep. And, you know, for a player, for his resume and the person that he was uh, to die so suddenly and tragically, it's, it's a really big jolt.
1: It is, and you know, Dwayne. Just bear with me. I, I struggle with the right words, and you know, I, I hope they come out right. I, I think that you know, even those of us that that cover sports, but certainly sports fans, I think there's a hope there that you know, there there's an applaud for the money that these guys make because somebody has to. I mean, you, you like to know that somebody can can beat the system, if, if that's the right way to describe it, and you'd like to know that somebody can go on to bigger and better things because you need that to pull you along. And then, you know, you see one of these people and, and uh, dying tragically with, with, with their daughter in, in a copter crash. It it really stuns you, doesn't
9: it? Yeah, it, it totally, it grounds you. I mean, you know, this happens in I mean, people, countless people lose loved ones in, in life. It happens all the time. And um, it really shows you, puts a perspective how, Important life is, and how important it is to treasure and appreciate those around you. And you know, even like I was watching Brian Shaw, a former Lakers coach, uh, NBA analyst, and he talked about, you know, and he was in tears while on TV talking about this. And to take it back for me, I remember when Brian Shaw was a player, um, he was he lost his mother, his father, and sister in the same car accident. And I remember watching that, and he was and I was actually crying when I watched it. But he talked about how. He lost his family, and of course, it was in Kobe, someone he coached. And, you know, the important thing is, though, like, all those positives you saw him do. Like, he played this game to the full. He left, left everything on the floor. All the memories you have to spend and the highways and stuff, to embrace those. And also embrace those around you, because anything could happen. I mean, like, if it could happen to Kobe Ryan, so tragically, it can happen to anyone. So you have to really uh, hold those dear to you close and appreciate them.
1: Dwayne, really appreciate you stopping by today. Thank you very much.
9: No problem, Take care, man.
1: That is Dwayne Watson, our good friend on Raptors coverage and uh, summing up the passing of Kobe Bryant, uh, one of eight people killed in a copter crash in Calabasas, California, earlier today, and, of course, his daughter, Gigi, was also on that chopper. Um, and uh, we have now Nick Nurse Sound, and we talked about the altered state of this game because the, the story was breaking uh, in the lead-up to the game. So the players would have been getting ready to play when this news broke. And so Nick Nurse was asked after the game how it was for him to get ready for this game and his team.
12: I mean, it it was a rough, rough, really rough locker room prior to the game, right? Um, uh, There's, you know... It's just just a lot of guys that that it hit you know pretty close to home and and uh, obviously one of the biggest stars in in the game right um, and uh, you know I, you don't know what to say I've never I've never gone through anything like it's not something you get a hope and thank God you don't have to you know go through stuff like this very often but you know I just kind of. We just kind of said, let's go and see what happens. We didn't really know. I didn't really want to... you know, it certainly wasn't a high-energy place before the game. We were just trying to go out there and, and you know, the ball's going up here in a little bit, and we got to see where we're at with it. And the first two possessions, do you know how that came about? Oh, no, it was, good, it was good, though. I liked yeah, it. Yeah, it. it was. It was a really nice thing. I liked it. It was good. good tribute, I thought. Is there a point in the game where it starts to feel like a normal game, or does that energy kind of – did that kind of – No, I, I think I, – I just I – just, I think that both teams got lost in the game, you know, um, I, it, it probably took me, usually when the ball goes up, I'm, I'm usually pretty good. It took me maybe eight or nine minutes to kind of, you know, I, I was, I don't know, I was just trying to <laughs> be be supportive to everybody that was out there from the players to the table to the refs to everything. And, and then you kind of get, then you kind of do lose yourself in the game.
4: In the game itself, I mean, it's been a while since you've won here. Yeah, uh, Yeah, we played well. Um, I don't know. The resilience again seemed to be there.
12: Yeah, it was a, it was a um, you know, I thought we'd need a notch-up performance from where we've been playing to get out of here with a win, and I thought we were about three notches up in the first half. We were really, really sharp, and mm-hmm. and obviously, you know, we were making, they weren't, and then in the second half, that kind of turned around the other way, and and uh, I think it was two teams that are pretty evenly matched, uh, you know, one had the better of one half and one had the better of the other and it was coming down to anybody's ball game at the end and, and, um, you know, we were fortunate, I think, again they got some good looks and They didn't go in there for about the last couple minutes and we made a couple really good reads and we stepped in and stepped in and made them
4: you almost sounded prophetic with your uh, pregame about the uh, no lead is safe in this league <laughs>
12: anymore <laughs> yeah it, it's not and and that's a that's a perfect example would they make 10 out of 13 threes yep. or something like that that's 30 quick ones. 30 quick ones. You better be up by a lot if that's going to happen. So, um, I, again, I'm glad that we showed some resiliency. I mean, that's not easy to do on the road in a loud building like this when you've had a big lead and the momentum goes all the way. I think we might have got down as many as six, eight, and, and to come back and fight your way through and then go back up by six, maybe, something like that. Yeah, so pretty good job. I mean, resilient group of guys. Like, that's, what, you know, that's one thing I told them after the game. They... In my year and a half here, they've amazed me a lot of times, and today was certainly a time they, they amazed me with their resiliency and professionalism and just what they can do out there on the floor.
1: Well, there's no arguing the point. The team can get the job done. one 106 was the victory today. and Just to go back to that original point about the start of the game, it, it, the game starts with a, a tip win by the Raptors. The ball goes to Freddie, and he dribble, uh, dribbles out the uh, the 24 seconds and a uh, turnover. San Antonio gets the ball, dribbles out 24 seconds, so two 24-second time violations or shot clock violations in order to pay tribute to number 24, Kobe Bryant, who uh, passed away today, uh, actually tragically died in a helicopter crash along with his daughter and seven others who are yet to be identified. Uh, so we'll pay tribute to Kobe uh, coming up next. Raptors win at seven in a row. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball at TSN 1050 and tsn1050.ca. Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050, TSN 1050.ca. Jim Taddy with you until the bottom of the next hour. Uh, going over the Raptors victory, their seventh in a row, and of course the tragic passing. Uh, Death in a helicopter crash of Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gigi and and seven others who were also on board that helicopter in Calabasas, California, earlier today. So tributes here from the Raptors. This is their statement, and uh, this is the quote. It was just last night we paused to remember some of the many great moments Kobe provided to basketball fans all over the world. We marveled at his passion for our game and at his tremendous skills, some of which he memorably unleashed against our team. Today we are thinking of Kobe and his daughter Gianna and of his teammates and friends and especially his loved ones along with our NBA family we are united in grief and deeply saddened at the loss of one of the greatest players in our sport who has taken far too soon we send our condolences to the Lakers especially to his wife Vanessa and his daughters who will forever miss their father and sister and from there we go to Michael Jordan And uh, this is his statement. I am in shock over the tragic news of Kobe and Gianna's passing. Words can't describe the pain I'm feeling. I loved Kobe. He was like a little brother to me. We used to talk often, and I will miss those conversations very much. He was a fierce competitor, one of the greats of the game, and a creative force. Kobe was also an amazing dad who loved his family deeply and took great pride in his daughter's love for the game of basketball. Yvette joins me in sending our deepest condolences to Vanessa, the Lakers organization, and basketball fans around the world. That from Michael Jordan. We have some audio tributes here, and uh, the first one is from Kareem.
13: It's very difficult for me to put in words how I feel about the loss of Kobe Bryant. As a young boy, I met him when he was 11 or 12 years old. I was friends with his dad, Joe, We were uh, former uh, adversaries. Joe played for the 76ers, but he was a good friend and uh, someone that I shared a friendship. And it's hard for me to uh, understand now how this is affecting Joe and his wife. So uh, to Kobe's family, I want to send my most sincere and heartfelt uh, regrets and prayers. And my thoughts are with you guys. Kobe was an incredible family man. He loved his wife and, and daughters. He was an incredible athlete and a leader in, in a lot of ways. He inspired a whole generation of young athletes. He was one of the first ones to leave high school and come to the NBA and do so well, dominating the game and becoming one of the best scorers that the Los Angeles Lakers has ever seen. I had the privilege of being there when he scored his 81 point game and it was something that I will always remember as one of the highlights of uh, the things that I have learned and observed in sports Kobe my thoughts are with you absolutely rest in peace young man this loss is it's, it's just hard to comprehend go with God
1: that is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar with his comments on Kobe's tragic death and the death of his daughter. And again, there are nine on that helicopter. The other seven identities have not been released. And in fact, the L.A. County Sheriff's Office has not released any of the identities. The, the, uh, the fact that Kobe and his daughter were on that uh, helicopter is known and has been confirmed from other sources by all major sources in the American media. Uh, more reaction now. This comes from NBA coach Doc Rivers.
14: Uh, You know, I don't know. You know, uh, I just don't have a lot to say. uh, The news is just devastating to everybody uh, who knew him, known him a long time. And, uh, You know, he, he just he, meant, he means a lot to me. Obviously, um, you know, he was such a great opponent. You know, um, it's what you want in sports. Um, he had that that DNA that um, that very few athletes can ever have. You know, the the Tiger Woods and the, the Michael Jordans. You know, um, it's funny. I uh, I was getting to know him more. Since he retired, you know, um, yeah, this is this is a tough one. I don't. Uh, I mean, we have to go play. Uh, I mean, the, the news is just so devastating for for Vanessa and and his and his family, and um, there's just so many people he touched, you know. Um, and you know, it's, it's looking at my young players and and seeing how emotional uh, they are. Um, They didn't even know him, you know, and uh, it just tells you how far his reach was, so, I mean, this is just shocking news for all of us, and sorry I don't have a lot to say, Uh, I just can't, I have to go talk to a team uh, before a game and tell them to play a game.
1: That is Doc Rivers, coach of the Clippers, and uh, the obvious emotion there. Um, Again, I I always search for the right words. So this story broke uh, just before the Raptors were getting set to take on the Spurs. Uh, There was a game in Denver that tipped off at 3.30, so the story started to... Uh, break and then, of course, confirmation came relatively fast. About two forty-five or two fifty, we were getting set to do our pregame show, and 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 by the time we got to the pregame show, a lot of it was confirmed as as much as it could be. Uh, the death of Kobe's daughter did not come out until just after three, which was just before the tip of the Spurs in San Antonio game. And so, you know, when these stories break, it's. Um, just a weird, weird experience. And so for those that were playing in the Pro Bowl today, they would find out in mid-game, uh, for those that were on the PGA circuit, they would find out after the round was over, and that was Tiger Woods' story. He did not understand what had happened. He heard people say win-win for Mamba and didn't know what it meant and was told after he completed his round. And then you've got the Nuggets uh, getting set to go on, and there was a moment of silence there, and the Raptors and Spurs took it to a new level with the opening back-to-back 24-second Time violations on the clock, the clock shot. I'm searching for the words. Uh, So that was the best way to pay tribute. There was a moment of silence. As well, and, and of course, as it goes on, uh, the tributes will grow. But this was spur of the moment by by the sp- <laughs> shouldn't have said spur of the moment there, but it was off the cuff by the Spurs and Raptors, and the Raptors led the way. And there's no real indication as to you know you heard Nick Nurse speak about that. He didn't seem to know how that had happened, but was very happy it did. And, and after the, uh, the the turnover by the Raptors on the 24 second shot clock violation, I did see Kyle Lowry go to the sideline, and it was Pop who came over and shook his hand. So I mean that was that was their way of. Moving moving forward, and it was very appropriate and very nice. We'll come back with Steve Simmons to be able to talk about Kobe Bryant next. Raptors win this game by a score of 110-106. This is Tangerine Raptors Basketball on TSN 1050 and tsn1050.ca. Tangerine Raptors Basketball. The Raptors go to seven straight when he won 106 in San Antonio, where a... Streak was snapped there in terms of losing, and uh, we'll veer off that story and deal with the Kobe Bryant uh, tragic passing today, or death in a helicopter crash, along with his daughter and seven others. Steve Simmons from The Sun is here. Steve, welcome in. How are
8: you? Um, like
15: everybody else, uh, very sad and shocked and stunned today, Jim.
1: Yeah, it, it, just, it just stops you in your tracks, doesn't it?
15: Well, you know, it, it, we don't get this very often, or anything like this at all very often, and so you don't really know how you're supposed to react. Um and in this case it it's you know, it's not just Kobe Bryant, it's Kobe Bryant and his daughter mm-hmm. and it's Kobe Bryant and his daughter and seven others. Um this is a tragic, tragic day for more than sport. Uh and you know, we're just you're not prepared for something like this in any way at all. As I as I've written in, in tomorrow's column you know we get used to sort of Muhammad Ali going in his late 70s when he's been suffering from diseases or Gordie Howe going at 88 or legend sort of living that full life and then and then you know sort of we can understand or deal with that a whole lot better than this um, reminds me from a Toronto perspective a little bit like Roy Halliday Although in the bigger picture, you know, Kobe Bryant was a far larger star, superstar personality, however you want to put it, uh, that, than Roy ever was. And that's not a, that's not a knock at, at Roy. It's just that Kobe Bryant was a larger than life figure. And I think when you're a larger than life figure, you know, you affect people in so many different ways.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. He, uh, you know, he's known around the world. You know, you and I have worked in newsrooms uh, pretty well all of our lives, and you know, you—I you, don't—I don't, I don't want to say accustomed, but you've had enough experience hearing of things that that shouldn't have happened that did. Uh, what what uh, what I find um, spellbinding about this, and I don't know if that's the right word either, but there's a vulnerability about this this uh, tragedy that that just really stops you.
15: Well, you know, you always look and say, you know, how did it happen, and why did it happen, and did it have to happen, and that kind of thing. And, you know, I I think the first thing I thought of today when I heard helicopter crash was our friend, Cabby Richards, who, along with Dave Cricks, both from TSN, uh, became so close to Michael, uh, to, to Kobe Bryant over time that they went in his limo with him, and they went in his helicopter with him. And, and I had a chance to talk to Cabby this afternoon, and he could barely speak a word without, hmm. you know, the tears were just coming. Yeah. And and I understood it, and I I, I understand it. And I, I didn't know, I'll be honest, I didn't know Kobe Bryant personally uh, in, in any real way. We didn't have any kind of personal relationship. He would play one game a year in Toronto, and so you never really got to know him that way, but you, you certainly knew the figure and, and what he was. And, and in Los Angeles where basketball is not just a sport, basketball is a part of the fabric of that city. Uh, this, this is the entertainment capital really of the world. And, and basketball is part of that entertainment. And nobody was more entertaining for that audience in, than Kobe Bryant, and you know, to me, he was the quintessential um, celebrity athlete, yeah. and, and had an enormous following that way. And so, all kinds of people are going to be affected in, in very different ways. From people who obviously knew him better and knew the family and were close to the people, and and the rest of us are just looking at this from afar. And maybe relating it to our own lives or or people we've lost or tragedies we've known but you know I I felt for someone I didn't know when I learned about this this afternoon I felt like I was punched in the gut
1: oh yeah absolutely it was uh, it would just stop you in your tracks Um, and you know I like what you said there because I think when something like this happens you relate it to other experiences I sort of took it this way. I mean, obviously, I was stunned and, and uh, shaken, I have to say, and that doesn't happen all the time. Uh, but, and what, why? So I had to ask myself why, because I think we all, you know, a lot of these guys make uh, exorbitant amounts of money, which I never begrudge anybody, uh, because somebody has to has to be better than the system. You have to aspire to be somebody, and, and this is somebody that a lot of people would aspire to be in terms of what he had achieved in sport, and what he had achieved uh, in terms of of remuneration and, and and so then you go about your daily uh, activities of so what do you do after you retire well you spend time with your kids and while you're doing that this happens and that's just a really nasty circle.
15: We live in a, in such a hockey world, being in Toronto and being in Canada, that we're so used to that world. And if you think of hockey right now and really for quite some time. There are no one-name players in hockey. There's no one you say, "Oh, it's Kobe." You don't have to say Kobe Bryant. You just say Kobe, yep. the way you say LeBron. Uh, you know, you, if you say Connor in the NHL, it can mean any one of eleven people. I mean, I mean, obviously Connor McDavid's the best player in the NHL, but you know what I mean. There, there's yeah. no one-name guy in hockey. There was maybe Mario was about the last one.
1: Yeah, Gretz.
15: You, you know, in Gretzky's case, it was more last name than first.
5: Yeah,
15: but I'm saying first name a- athletes, I mean, around the world, or even one named athletes, from Pele to 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 LeBron to Michael to Kobe. There's not very many of them, and basketball is such an individual sport that here you had a guy who A was a great player, B was a great showman, C was incredible competitor like uh and and so you add all of those elements to it now put it in los angeles now put it in the context of five championships five championships who wins five championships in sports tom brady who else Hmm. nobody yeah Uh, um you know if you look around right now you know we may never we may never see a five-time champion in the NHL again. If, we, if we've ever... Ooh, I don't even know. The last one, I guess, came from the, those Euler teams because, you know, Mark four. Messier yeah. and, and that group. Oh, they won yeah, four. The and others, then yeah. Some of them went on yeah. to New York and won and, and another, but yeah. there aren't a lot of those guys in any sport. You know, are we ever going to see a five-time champion in baseball? No. Um, and, and, and so, there's so many layers to Kobe Bryant's life and his career and there's a there's a period of time where, you know, he was a person that you may not have liked. He was, he was somewhat hated at one time because I think he was so good. And because of what happened in his personal life that, you know, you know, you know, we can't, you know, completely dismiss that that he was up on, on rape allegations. And, and so you go through all that, but you you think of the layers and the levels and all the things that have gone on, and it, it you know, it, it's it's an incredible life over way, way, way too soon.
1: Yeah, and and again, you know, just to borrow a couple of your words there for a star-driven league, uh, you know, the the players would really feel this because I think if you polled most of them, they would want to achieve what Kobe achieved. Just be, he was that good. I mean, that, this was a guy. Oh. This was a guy who would aspire to, to
15: have a sliver of right. Yeah, I I, I kind of loved what the Raptors in San Antonio did to start the game. That and was then brilliant. I think some other some other teams did the same thing. Um, that twenty four second violation. Yeah. Twenty four second again. I don't know how they. You know, was it was it Demar Rosen coming up with you know with Kyle Lowry? I mean, whoever came up with it it's a terrific thing to do on a day where I thought you could have given some consideration to not playing.
5: Yeah. Like I
15: think, I think Adam Silver, I'm sure they thought about this. Like, how do we do this? How do we, you know, do we play games today? Is it, is it respectful to play games today? Uh, there's different ways you could look at it. Um, I mean, this isn't the president of the United States, you know, as which was a famous thing in the in the you know, early sixties. Right.
5: It's
15: it's not of of that magnitude, but in a basketball sense it is. And and so I could I could have seen them canceling games today and I frankly not sure I would have had a problem with it.
1: Well, I, I would agree with you. I think you know, because the story broke so close to two tip offs, they didn't have any option. They had to go forward. People were finding out no. about this on the way to the building.
15: Well, it's funny, I landed in Miami today, I'm here for Super Bowl, and, you know, your whole, your mind is all Super Bowl, what am I writing, what are the stories, how are we going to get this done, you know, what's the plan for the week, you know, as you do when you go into any of these kind of weeks, and then you get off the plane, and you get to your hotel, and you start to write your football things, and then all of a sudden, I got an email from from my boss saying, you know, did you hear about Kobe? Well... I hadn't at that point. I hadn't had the television on. I had been writing. I hadn't thought of anything. And, and then all of a sudden, like within a minute of getting that email, all of a sudden I'm getting text messages from friends and text messages from people in the industry and and from, and from networks. And can you come on? And, and all of a sudden it was just like taking on a whole life of its own. And I think it's going to continue that way. I, I think Super Bowl week will now become about – you know Richard Sherman's relationship with Kobe Bryant and and things like that and and that's giving you an indication of how big this guy was when you know his his like the people who are sending out messages today you know from from Wayne Gretzky to Michael Jordan to LeBron to you know Mike Trout to you know the biggest the commissioners in virtually every sport and the owners of virtually every team and you know, and, and apparently tonight on the Grammys you know, it's just it's just gonna start in a while that they're already planning some kind of tribute. And uh, you know, you know, there are very few athletes in the world that would get this kind of response at any time to their passing, let alone, you know, it coming out of nowhere the way it has today.
1: Well, and and you think of when he retired, the, the send off that he got from each NBA stop was remarkable.
15: No, it's uh. I always look back to me. I always look back at the eighty-one point game. Oh yeah. I
5: really,
15: I really think that's a, uh, I think that's an historical, historical game, from a Canadian point of view, and from an NBA point of view, and from a Kobe Bryant point of view, because it's the second highest scoring game in history, individually, and the first, the highest scoring game is Wilt Chamberlain when he scored a hundred. And he scored 100 at a time where, let's be honest, there wasn't a lot of seven foot two, you know, 300 pound centers in the league. He was a beast. It was like Jim Brown running the ball in the NFL. You know, he he was at a different size and level than everybody else. And I think Chamberlain was the same. When you look at the guys that he was dunking on, well, Kobe Bryant put up 81. Yeah, it was against pretty crappy Raptors team. Those are NBA players. And those are guys the same size as him. It's a whole different, to to do what he did, and and I know people will say, oh, you know, the guy took too many shots, and he was selfish, and blah, blah, blah. It's 81 points. Yep. Some teams don't score 81 in a a game. (laughs) And he did that, and I I, I honestly, I don't know anyone will will ever do that again. And, you know, for me, watching that day, and I remember talking to Leo Routins about this at the time, you know. He says he normally doesn't keep scorecards and he doesn't keep like game sheets and all that kind of stuff, but he uh, he kept that one, and, and he wa- I think he wanted to get it autographed, and I'm not sure he ever did, but he, he thought about getting it autographed and, and he'd hoped to have been able to do that, um, but that's that's the you know that's the legacy of this guy, you know, not just five time champion, he was on the dream team, the original dream team that. Almost changed the way the world looked at basketball. You know, it, it you know, it grew the game probably more than any other single event ever has, and he was a key component on that. And I think he played in at least three Olympics. I think he was there for two thousand and eight and twelve, and I don't know if he was there for, for for sixteen or not, but he was there for eight and twelve, and uh, um. And it's actually funny. I have a my own personal story. I don't I don't have Kobe Bryant stories per se, but at the uh, 2008 Olympics in Beijing, you know, Usain Bolt was running in the 100 meters, and it was a it was the biggest event of the games. And the stadium was packed, and there wasn't a seat to be found. And the the tension and the excitement in, in the building was was beyond crazy that night. And I found a a spot between two sections to stand because I didn't want to sit where the press seats were. I wanted to get closer. So I walked in there and all of a sudden I looked to my left. There's Kobe Bryant and <laughs> two or three other guys from the U.S. Olympic team. And they're like looking at me saying, like, can we stand here? I'm, you know, and I'm saying, you guys are here. I'm good. Like, and, you know, we sort of stood together and watched, you know, him, him break the world record and, and win the gold medal and, and breathtaking fashion, as watching Usain Bolt can be. And uh, he looked at me, said thanks, and walked away. <laughs> and that was sort of my one Kobe Bryant back and forth of my life.
1: That's a great memory, I've got to say. Steve, thanks very much. Really appreciate it.
15: All right. I'm going to do a 24-second uh, shot violation right now to end this. And uh, <laughs> we'll see you soon, Jim.
1: All right, thanks. That's Steve Simmons from the Toronto Sun. Raptors win 110-106 in San Antonio. This is Tangerine Raptors Basketball on TSN 1050 and tsn1050.ca. Tangerine Raptors Basketball, TSN 1050, tsn1050.ca. Jim Taddy with you till the bottom of the hour. Then we'll switch over to ESPN Radio for further coverage of the tragic death of Kobe Bryant and his daughter and seven others in a helicopter crash in Calabasas, California, earlier today. The Raptors win 110-106 in San Antonio and of course the Kobe death is a big big issue for all. Greg Popovich coach of the Spurs spoke about it after the game.
10: Good game, tough loss who cares. Uh, Most importantly uh, appreciate you all letting the locker room be tonight. Uh, Everybody's pretty emotional about the tragedy uh, with Kobe and uh, all of us know what a great player he was, but he went beyond great playing. He was a competitor uh, that is that goes unmatched, and it's what made him, uh, as a player, so attractive to everybody, that focus, uh, that competitiveness, that will to win. Uh, and even more importantly than that, uh, we all feel a, a deep sense of loss for what he meant to all of us in so many ways and so many millions of people loved him for so many different reasons, Uh, it's just a a tragic thing that uh, there are no words that can describe uh, how everybody feels about it. So uh, we all think about the family and the process that they're going to be going through now. Uh, That's where all our thoughts should be.
1: That is Greg Popovich after the loss to the Raptors, and it's the kind of a a thing that makes you stop and think, at the very least, it will do that to you. Jay Williams, former NBA player, with his thoughts on Kobe.
16: Today's just a really, today's a tough day. Today's a hard day. And I hope that um, everybody at home, you you give that person next to you, um, whatever thing you have wrong in your life with them, if this might be small or big, Let that shit go. It doesn't matter. I know I curse. I'm sorry. It's okay. None of that stuff matters, man. This is uh, it's about life and uh, being precious with every damn second we have here. Because it, from somebody who knows who almost happened to me like that, man, it's just over. It's done. Randomly, randomly, arbitrarily. And uh, you know, his his four girls and his wife. We uh, we need to come around them and support them and help them. And the NBA should cancel all games today. Um, I don't really know what else to say.
5: <laughs>
1: uh, so that was obviously earlier in the day, and of course, uh, all American news agencies reporting that Kobe's one of Kobe's daughters, Gianna, was on board that helicopter in the crash, and there are no survivors. Sam Mitchell, we had extensive TV coverage on the TSN side, anchored by Rod Black and Tessa Bonum. Sam Mitchell on Kobe Bryant.
7: Yeah, uh, just shocked. Just. Uh... Just stunned, speechless, just lost for words, just sad. Just so many emotions because, you know, I knew Kobe. I played against him. I coached against him. Uh, and we weren't best buds or nothing like that, but I considered him a friend. And, and whenever I was saying, we would always take time to greet each other. He would always come over. And the thing about him, LeBron, and Kevin Gunn, and all the young superstars, future Hall of Famers, they always showed respect to what they called us old heads. And in the pecking order of things, Kobe Bryant is, look, Hall of Famer, all-time great. Those guys don't have to show us that lack like but that just shows you the type of players they were, the type of men, human beings they were. They respected the game. They respected the players that played in the game before them. And they always took time out to, to give us that respect. And so from the older players, we just we love these young guys because and he was one of the ones we love because he just took care of the game so much. He loved the game. And I just remember when he first came in the league and we all used to joke with him. You want to be like Mike, you know, his manner is how he cared himself, how he played. But I used to say to him all the time and I used to say to the other players, y'all need to try to be like him. You know he's trying to emulate somebody who's great, who's the who's the greatest to ever play our game. What's wrong with that? More of us should be trying to trying to emulate that. And so, I I just think about you know his four daughters because I have four daughters, and I just think about his wife and his family, and I just think about the, the, the people in the Lakers organization. I think about LeBron. I think about the fans. It's just what he meant to so many people and. Man, I just, it's just hard to fathom that that, that at 41 years old, he's not here anymore. I just, I just can't wrap my mind around it.
10: You've been in and around the game when Kobe was playing. You coached against him. You mentioned what made him such a unique and special player. I mean, head and shoulders above all the rest.
7: I'm going to tell you this. The night he scored the 81 points. See, people don't understand. They just thought most players, the average players, they they scored 81. It was the easiest 81 they got. He relished the fact that it was hard. He relished the fact that they needed his 81 to win the game. Because people forget we were winning that game going into the fourth quarter. And we threw every defense at him that I knew to throw at him. And he relished that. Like, after the game, and, I, and, and I've spoken to him about it, and we kind of smiled about it. And he just simply said to me, the coach, I knew you were throwing everything at me. He said, but that night, I, for whatever reason, I just couldn't miss. I couldn't be stopped. And he, and he appreciated the fact that it was hard. That's what made him special. He didn't want to easy, easy game. He liked the grind out tough things, those tough games that you win. And so that, that's things like that I think about him, and, and that's what made him special to me, and that. He just loved basketball. You know, he loved it, and he appreciated what the game afforded him and the opportunities that it gave him. That
1: is Sam Mitchell, as he guessed it, with Rod Black and Tessa, but I'm on the TV side. Raptors win 110-106 over San Antonio. The next stop is at home Tuesday to Atlanta, then Thursday on to Cleveland. Thanks for joining us in Tangerine Raptors basketball on TSN 1050 and tsn1050.ca.
0: They're unfiltered.
17: It's disappointing and frustrating that they're in a position like this, year four of the Matthews-Marner-Nylander era, where you are even having this conversation, should they do this, should they do that? But that's who they are through 49 games. It's it's all self-inflicted. They put themselves in this position. Like It's all on the players. 33 games. Let's see what you got.
0: Overdrive with Hayes, Noodles, and the O-Dog.
8: Weekdays at 4 on TSN 1050. Off the Kobe, off the Kobe. Think, I think Kobe, just him overpowering. I think I, I like the one of him standing on the press table with the baseball cap cocked to the right and confetti all over him, mm-hmm. and his arms spreading near like a champion. That's how I'm always, always remember him.
0: Well, he's holding you the know, basketball in one hand. Is that that's the you're talking about?
8: Yes, yes,
0: yeah. yes. That's a good one. I'm asking yeah. everybody this, Bill, and, and it's a hard question to answer, but. You know, when we remember somebody that we lose, we try to think of the moments that made us happy, that made us smile, that made us feel good. Is there one moment off the top of your head that you can single out that put the biggest smile on your face when it comes to remembering Kobe?
8: Well, we had a lot of private stuff together. And, and you know, one, I mean, one time, uh, yeah, we had a lot of private stuff. But I, I think probably the moment on the court, was it still goes back. It all started. The whole thing began against Portland, Game 7, Western Conference Finals, 2000, his alley-oop to Shaq. That pass to Shaq, Shaq dunked it. They came back. They beat the Trailblazers. Without that, remember, they were down 17 points in the third quarter of that game. And they came back and win that game, and they go on to win three championships. That was the moment where he and Shaq hugged. Shaq came off the court. They hugged. That was the moment, I think, that it all started. And I remember that also. You know what I remember, too? Him missing those damn air balls against Utah his rookie year. <laughs> he threw up three air balls, and dang, and he was going to keep shooting. And I loved him for that. We, we were screaming, why is he still shooting? Remember, he was a rookie. And then it, was, it was a game, the game for the playoffs, and they were getting swept. And he kept shooting, and he didn't give a dang. And I'll never forget that, too. Of course, and, of course, because I would say him beating Boston in Game 7 in 2010, but he didn't have a great game. Mm-hmm. That wasn't his best game. So I think those other ones stand out to me more.
0: Well, there's certainly a, a ton of moments that we can look back and, and think fondly of. Bill, I appreciate you joining us here on a very difficult day. Thank you so much. You guys are great. See you. There he is. Bill Plasky, longtime columnist for the L.A. Times. Ryan, that would be a good pose for that statue. You know, him with his arms stretched open, the basketball in his one hand, and and just kind of, it's it says a lot more than a celebration pose. It's kind of like a welcoming in. You know when you hold your arms open? It's like Kobe's welcoming in the basketball world or welcoming in basketball fans to L.A. Live in the Staples Center. That would be a cool pose. I like that.
18: Yeah, that that's the one. Uh that and when he does the reverse dunk, you know, old school fro Kobe. I mean <laughs>
0: yeah.
18: look, man, th- the way I'm feeling right now, we, we we put about three, four Kobe Bryant statues up. I I mean it's just it, it it's tough. We've we've ne- honestly we've never had this and in in the basketball community these are supermen. They they they, they don't yeah. die. There was one other man I would refer to as Superman in my life for that I thought wouldn't you know, was invincible and that was my father. And I, this is the second time I've ever felt like this in my life. And you know, you know, losing my father, this is this is a similar type of pain. This is a similar pain, man. And this is this is different. But in terms of someone that means so much, and and we just, there's no one that could have seen this come. I, I, I for, forgive me. Maybe I'm I'm mistaking someone, uh, but Scott, I, I I don't remember any any other passing. Like this, be I mean, just in the world beyond a sports community, uh, this this is tough.
0: Yeah, certainly not in in my lifetime. Um, I just you know my father used to tell me stories of Thurman Munson, you know, Yankee captain, Yankee catcher who passed away in a uh, a plane crash, and you know the Yankees then took the field with no catcher and they honored him before the game, and that that really was some, something that shook the sports world. But in my lifetime, nothing that even comes close to this. This is. And, and the entire NBA world reacting and, and, and really celebrating Kobe, but also mourning his death. Here was ESPN NBA analyst Hubie Brown reacting to the news during the broadcast of the Celtics and the Pelicans earlier.
3: Well, today is the saddest day in my basketball career. There's no doubt about it and we're talking about a physical force as a teenager that came into this league with a passion for the game seldom seen he never took a backseat to anyone in work ethic and then the fact that when you talk about two, uh, name the greatest two-way players in the history of this game he's right at the top of the list the love that's being expressed in this building and around the world was due because he had such an incredible career yes his uh relentlessness the mama mentality ultimately becoming his trademark and something that would be and will be part of his legacy
0: and how about this ryan earlier the first game of the day was the raptors against the spurs and it it tipped off literally within the hour that the news broke and this is how that game started
4: Fred VanVleet is just going to use a slow dribble at midcourt. This may be a tribute to Kobe Bryant because he is just dribbling it out right now without taking a shot. And I think this is a tribute to Kobe Bryant, ladies and gentlemen. Fred VanVleet's going to let the shot clock expire. And it's a standing ovation here at the AT&T Center for the Raptors. a show of class as Fred VanVleet looks toward the sky to pay a tribute to Kobe Bryant in the first possession for the Raptors in this ballgame. So now the Spurs get the ball back, and the Spurs will have the first possession. And the crowd here chants Kobe, Kobe, and the crowd on their feet here at the AT&T Center. And I think DeJounte Murray's going to do the same thing, folks. DeJounte's just going to dribble out the shot clock. Of course, Kobe for a long time wore number 24, and it's a 24-second shot clock violation for both the Raptors and the Spurs. A stirring emotional moment here at the AT&T Center, and a standing ovation for Kobe Bryant.
0: That was credit of uh, W-O-A-I. And, Ryan, it didn't stop there because at the beginning of the Pelicans-Celtics game, they did the same thing.
19: Ball is up, and it's controlled by Fave, and Lonzo. Ball will walk it into the front court and just across the timeline to the left of the center circle. We'll switch with left and right as the fans acknowledge. And now Lonzo picks up his dribble and starts applauding, and, Daniel, you know his heart is heavy coming over from the Lakers as Kobe's such a big part of that Laker organization post-retirement.
2: Yeah, I mean, Lonzo, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram all walked the halls of Staples Center and saw plenty of Kobe stuff along the walls and also, of course, his banner raised in the Staples Center. So I'm sure their heart's a little emotional here today as well.
19: So inbound now to Kimball Walker, who will put the ball on his right hip. As again, the fans continue to acknowledge. You hear the Kobe chants around the Smoothie King Center. As you can tell, it's very emotional down there on the court right now as there is the second 24 second violation. Again, these are turnovers that are acceptable. Now we'll get down to the game.
0: Here we go. ESPN New Orleans with the call. Ryan, what'd you make of those tributes?
19: Oh, man.
0: <laughs> fitting and i think it's, yeah. it shows you know what it shows and, and i don't want to refer to them as kids but a lot of these kids in the nba they are young and it yeah. shows that they get it man they get it
18: i just i just believe it was different I, I i played for michael i competed against Kobe, but there's there was just a way that Kobe reached back out to our generation uh there is the utmost respect for him. And I think, you know, even with LeBron passing him, LeBron riding Mamba forever on his shoes. And I, I'm always a firm believer in, you know, don't wait till somebody's gone to let them know you love them or you miss them. And I know LeBron James is going to cherish yesterday's game for the rest of his life. Not just because he passed Kobe, but because he honored Kobe. And he doesn't have to, he's not going to have to think back and go, well, man, I wish I had told Kobe. I loved him, man. I wish I had told him this. You knew how he felt about him. Uh, Earlier in my career, I came into the league in 2006, and those two were absolute rivals. There was always uh, the competition of who's better. Is it Kobe? Is it LeBron? That love for Kobe lasts to this day. There were LeBron murals (laughs) that were literally – paint it over because Kobe Bryant was almost it was like I call it like a gang like you got like like uh, like where are you from I'm from Kobe Bryant (laughs) like it was a serious serious thing and you know LeBron to me just to become a Laker said a lot and he almost in a sense had to have a conversation with Kobe Bryant Kobe Bryant had to give that pass and acceptance and say hey man like we want you here and you have to think you have to know that LeBron, that Kobe Bryant was integral in even LeBron James coming here. So, I, I, I mean, you just don't see that. Uh, obviously, for a guy that competitive, like when I tell you I play for Michael, Michael Jordan to his days, extremely competitive. Mm-hmm. Those guys don't turn it off. But to change who you are and open up your mindset to be a father, and to be a friend, and to be a mentor, and to accept a guy like LeBron James I mean, that's why we love Kobe Bryant. That's why that love for Kobe, man, uh, it's it cannot and it will not ever go away. And we've all been in those moments. And you you ask, well, why is Kobe so? I guess crazy. Let's call it crazy because you <laughs> got to be a little crazy to be great. That came from pain, man. And as a former NBA athlete, man, that that greatness comes from pain. But what do you do with it? Do you have that mama mentality? You know, are you Gordon Hayward with your legs snapped in half on your first mm-hmm. year into a deal where you have a chance and you're watching your teammates playing game seven in the Eastern Conference Final? Well, Kobe Bryant's going to reach out to Gordon Hayward and make sure that he's still aligned with his dreams and his goals and wishes. Think about Isaiah Thomas, where you just came off of the world being in your hands, and you got to have hip surgery, and you cost yourself a max contract, so to speak, from playing. That's the Mamba mentality when your back is up against the wall. I think of Kobe going through his trials uh, uh, up in Denver, going off for 40 or 50 points up there. Uh, You just didn't see it. It's it's so – Scott, it's so inspirational, man.
0: I mean, seriously. You brought up a great point. Like, for years – I think it was it was Kobe versus LeBron, and it was who's closer to Michael Jordan, right? And there was the argument yep. that oh well, well let's stop comparing LeBron to Michael because he's more MJ, and Kobe looks more like Michael and plays more like Michael. But the rivalry that was really, I you know you, you can talk about how the players felt themselves. I think it was very fan driven, as you mentioned. You know, it was kind of like that East Coast West Coast uh, rap battle. It was you're either a Kobe guy or you're a LeBron guy, and Everyone could argue about it. I'm sure, You know how many barbershop arguments there were about who's better, Kobe or LeBron? For me, I, I always say this, that when you have a conversation about the best ever, the greatest of all time, to me, I don't care who goes above who and who is ordered which way. To me, I always think that the question's more important than the answer. And as long as you could ask the question, and it makes sense... That's all you need to know. If you can ask the question, is Kobe Bryant one of the five best basketball players to ever play this game, that's all that matters. Whether your answer is yes or no, because you can make arguments for both cases, I don't want to hear it. The fact that I could ask that question and it not be thrown back in my face and dismissed right away, that says more to me about Kobe than anything else.
18: No, I mean, I, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, even when I think of Kobe and LeBron, LeBron is more magic, and yes. it's wild to me that, you know, when you think about Kobe as the player, you could not you could never put a knock that it was for a lack of effort. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a fact, Kobe Bryant is the reason that we hate this concept of load management. It was almost a joke, and <laughs> I, I know the story broke, Scott. You're familiar with it, that, you know, Kobe actually came out and spoke on it. He said... I was headed up to Toronto, and I was having back spasms. This would be a normal case where any other player would have sat out. And he's going against to play against Vince Carter. And at that time, Scott, you remember Vince Carter was considered either the best or the second best yes. in the world, whatever event. Mm-hmm. And Kobe Bryant goes out and says, there's no way on God's green earth that I would have missed out an opportunity to play against Vince Carter and there were going to be no excuses that my back was tight or sore or that I'd shoot around I limped around and literally could not walk. I remember being even with it, just that generation was different. I remember Dirk Nowitzki, man, we would have shoot arounds and the dude could barely walk. It's it's it was just it, it was just different, man. Things are different and I'm not saying that's always the best way because it's ended some guys careers, but you, you have to have nothing but respect when you compare those guys and what
0: they have meant to the game and how they have carried themselves. It's NBA Insiders on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. I'm Scott Seidenberg with longtime NBA forward Brian Hollins and ESPN NBA Insider Jordan Schultz is here as well. And, Jordan, this has been a tough day for everybody, not just those that cover the game, not just fans of the game, those that play the game, literally everybody in the sports world. It has been just a difficult day. Thanks for having me, guys. It's a... Uh...
17: I purposely didn't want to like over-prepare going into the show in the last few hours because I wanted it to be a feeling of natural, and, and I felt like everybody everybody has their own Kobe dynamic and story of whether you play with them or played against them like Ryan or just as a fan. Um, growing up, he was the guy for me. He was, mm-hmm. in many ways, our Michael Jordan. I, I turned 34 this week, so I got to see MJ to a degree, but Kobe Kobe was the guy. You He's know, the closest
0: thing to Jordan that we've yes. ever seen because the, the way he walked, played, he talked, yeah. the fadeaway, everything. the leg up in the air, the footwork, everything.
17: Yes. Everything about him. And he was so magnetic as a player, and he was so polarizing because when you're that good of a player, Ryan, you have people that are going to love you and hate you, and there's really no in-between. And you guys were telling, talking about stories. The story that I loved was when he scored 81, and obviously that was way back in 2006 against Toronto, but... In 2018, he was asked asked about it. And he said, uh, they told him, well, you know, Smush Parker, the, the great <laughs> Smush Parker, was the second-leading scorer in that game. And the quote from Kobe was, now you know why I had to score. Every yeah. game. <laughs> that was Kobe. You know, he was un... He was... Unrelenting. He was re- he, not only was he relentless, but he was so funny, you know. And he spoke multiple languages. And he was a businessman. He was the first guy, first NBA player to really embrace China mm-hmm. and see it as an opportunity. Um, you know, a hundred over a hundred players wear his shoe today, even years after he's retired. I mean, think about that. And the respect that you've seen from everybody else, his peers. I think Ryan, when your peers respect you, that's the ultimate regardless of sport especially in someone in a sport like basketball where it's so competitive every night and you're always going at somebody I I remember growing up as a young
18: ball player uh not just Michael Kobe was like the, like the, he was the, like the measure of success. Like, you know, Jordan, like we get in the gym and then you go work on your game and coach always preach to you, stay, get in early, stay late. Right. You know, Hey guys like Kobe Bryant are working on their game and we, we just live right. for these stories of obsession from Kobe Bryant. And, the generations have changed and and Jordan, maybe we sound like our grandpas or dads, whoever and we've we have had to lesson and say, "Hey, load management is okay, hey, right. to be hurt, to be emotional is okay, and I know ball players deal with depression and things like that, but like this guy Kobe I mean when you get on the court and you 're going through things in your life and you 're able to Take that and metabolize it, into, metabolize it into greatness. That story is not always told because the things Kobe Bryant did on the court go far beyond any physical ability. He didn't jump the highest, run the fastest, or shoot the best, but mentally you could not touch him. There's only one other. There's a handful of names maybe. Listen, Jordan, what, Magic? How many other names can we put
0: in from this? From a mental in this, standpoint? From a mental standpoint. Oh, very few. Yeah, very few. Mm-hmm. And legends coming out and offering their thoughts and their condolences. Here was Lakers great Kareem Abdul Jabbar earlier.
13: It's very difficult for me to put in words how I feel about the loss of Kobe Bryant. As a young boy, I met him when he was 11 or 12 years old. I was friends with his dad, Joe. We were uh, former uh, adversaries. Joe played for the 76ers but he was a good friend and uh, someone that I shared a friendship. And it's hard for me to uh, understand now how this is affecting Joe and his wife. So uh, to Kobe's family, I want to send my most sincere and heartfelt uh, regrets and prayers. And my thoughts are with you guys. Kobe was an incredible family man. He loved his wife and, and daughters. He was an incredible athlete and a leader in a, in a lot of ways. He inspired a whole generation of young athletes. He was one of the first ones to leave high school and come to the NBA and do so well, dominating the game and becoming one of the best scorers that the Los Angeles Lakers has ever seen. I had the privilege of being there when he scored his 81 point game and it was something that I will always remember as one of the highlights of uh, the things that I have learned and observed in sports, Kobe. My thoughts are with you. Absolutely, rest in peace, young man. This loss is it's, its just hard to comprehend.
0: Go with God. The great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Michael Jordan, releasing a statement as well. Quote: "I am in shock over the tragic news of Kobe." And Gianna's passing words can't describe the pain I'm feeling. I loved Kobe. He was like a little brother to me. We used to talk often, and I will miss those conversations very much. He was a fierce competitor, one of the greats of the game, and a creative force. Kobe was also an amazing dad who loved his family deeply and took great pride in his daughter's love for the game of basketball. Yvette joins me in sending my deepest condolences to Vanessa, the Lakers organization, and basketball fans around the world. The the condolences and the sentiments, guys, go well beyond the basketball world. Today, after the final round of the Farmers Insurance Open at Torrey Pines,
19: Tiger Woods sharing his thoughts about Kobe. I know this is hard for you. He was a friend, but you wanted to say a couple words about him.
11: You know, Amanda, I, I didn't know until Joey just told me coming off uh, 18 green. Um, I didn't really understand why the, the people in the gallery were, were saying doing it for Mamba, um, but now I understand. Um, it's a shocker to everyone. Um, un- un- unbelievably sad and um, one of the more tragic days that uh, I think. Well, for me, it's just, the reality just kind of sitting in because um, I was just told probably about you know five minutes ago.
19: You've been a Lakers fan your entire life. I know what Kobe meant to you. Joe and Joe LaCava says that you guys talk about him a lot on the golf course. What will you remember most about him as a player, but most importantly as as a man and father?
11: The fire. Um, He burned so competitively hot and uh, the desire to win. Um, He brought it each and every night um, on both ends of the floor. I mean, not too many guys can can say that uh, throughout NBA history, that um, he'd lock up on D. Obviously, he was dominant on the offensive side, but uh, any time he was in the game, he'd, t- he'd take on their, their, their best player and uh, just shut him down for you know all 48 minutes. And um, that was one of the more impressive things, I think, throughout this entire career. And then, you know, when he ruptured his Achilles and went to the foul line and made his shots, I mean, that's, that's tough.
0: Tiger Woods with Amanda Balionis on CBS after... He finished his round there at Tory Pines. He mentions when he went to the free throw line, Jordan, after tearing his Achilles. Yeah, that's like signature Kobe Bryant. Yeah. That's that's one of his signature moments. To, to be honest, I didn't even
17: I, I I spaced on that. Like I don't even now that Tiger talked about it. That that moment was really special, and it it was definitive Kobe. But out of all the things, he the fact that I didn't even think about that today. Mm-hmm. That just shows you like. How many great moments this man had. That yeah. was signature Kobe though. Do you know how painful it
0: is? <laughs> I don't. Ryan, I don't. I, my players I, I, I've been
17: around it. My dad had it's a, it is the most debilitating injury there is. It is brutal to to go make free throws and to even like decide I'm going to stay on the floor <laughs> for this. Like and most people any any normal person would say let me just go get a locker room. It, th- that is a great story and uh, also the point about Kobe um Never relenting. You know, he, he played through so many injuries. He was always available. That, that's the mark of any
0: great player, being available. Kobe was always available, and he was always great in big games. It really was a testament to his character because that is the Mamba mentality. That never quit, that, that never that, give up. And Mamba mentality, everyone knows. Like, you don't even have to be a basketball fan, let alone a Lakers fan, to say, I appreciate and know what mama mentality means. He's ESPN NBA insider Jordan Schultz alongside longtime NBA forward Ryan Hollins. I'm Scott Seidenberg, NBA Insiders here on ESPN Radio. Coming up next, we will hear from Stephen A. Smith sharing his thoughts on the passing of Kobe Bryant. This is ESPN Radio and the ESPN app.
8: and fires and hits at the buzzer. Kobe Bryant has hit a shot at the
16: buzzer. Lakers legend Kobe Bryant was among five killed in a helicopter crash. It's shock. It's numbing. It's devastation. Guys, waking up over and over to pee is not okay. But now you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to pee at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced. Free. Just Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply. Absolutely free. Call 1-800-479-7157. Super Beta Prostate is the best selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no strings attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1 800 479 7157. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. Call 1 800 479 7157. 1 800 479 We're back, Stephen, for the win. What's smarter? Getting honey from a wasp nest or leasing a new 2020 Honda Civic
15: LX from just $66 weekly at 3.99% and zero down, including the $750 Honda bonus at the Honda Drive Smart event. Uh, Jerry, it's the Civic. You're a smart cookie, Cookie, thank you. What's smarter brought to you by Honda, driven to reduce emissions since 1948. Includes freight and fees for 60 months. Taxes extra. OACC.